in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other, one scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh- Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. And welcome into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Coming to you live from the Ingalls studio. 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. And of course, heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app and seen everywhere on YouTube. Just go to thesportsocracy.com. Don't forget to click on that live video link. Subscribe to the channel so you can get into the chat with us and get all the alerts when we go live. And welcome in to Thursday Football, baby. Uh, yeah, unlike other shows, we're not going to open with I'm a Yudoka. Uh, and you know why? Because we know you don't care. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll talk more about that coming up later on uh, NBA be and a slightly different. It's going to be a slightly different take than the one you've been inundated with all day. NBA and Major League Baseball could grab headlines if anybody cared. Uh, we've got Thursday night football tonight, not only in the pros, but we've got some college games as well that Jeremy's going to be throwing out some bangers. My West Virginia Mountaineers, baby. Let's go. Country roads. Take me home. I don't feel good <laughs> at all. Uh, West Virginia and Virginia Tech tonight at Virginia Tech. Blacksburg in the uh, in the night games. Is that a tough place to 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 get your stuff together or what? What, what do you think? What uh, being in Blacksburg at night? Oh yeah, I, that's one of the reasons I don't feel good about right. this prime time game. You know the fans are going to be just absolutely electric. It's uh, yeah, they'll show up and go. Hey, this is a game we can win. <laughs> Let's 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 do this. How many quarterbacks do you plan on playing tonight? Fourteen. West Virginia and Virginia Tech bangers coming up later on in the program as with well a, as the Thursday night football picks with a slightly different flair. You go ahead. You can go ahead and tell them. Oh, uh, we that, will have a special guest picker. Uh, for Thursday uh, football. You know games. what college game day has a guest picker? We figure two sets of bangers with me just losing my mind. That's too many. So. We've enlisted the help of a friend. Indeed, indeed. And that friend will be showing up uh, later on in the program as Jeremy gives out the best bets of the day, which, of course, you can always take over to BetUs.com. Use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY. Get a 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put in up to $2,500. We got Jones Angel kicking off the the 4 o'clock hour for us, as he does every Thursday during the football and basketball seasons. It'll be Tar Heel time to talk about the big game on national television Saturday afternoon. Notre Dame coming to Chapel Hill. It's not what it, it doesn't mean. It doesn't it quite have to. the same yeah, flair that it like, that it did when we looked at the schedule at the beginning of the year. Eesh. Uh, I mean, still still an opportunity for Mac Brown and his uh, his Tar Heels to make some sort of a statement here. I mean, you want people to believe that you're for real. Uh, you're gonna have to take care of a team that we can't all score. believe you can you can beat. Yeah, you're gonna have to beat a team that can't score, whose quarterback looks like a high school sophomore. Plus, of course, with tomorrow being uh, Football Friday, and we of course have all the college bangers 
but we talk mainly NFL football to get you ready for the weekend. So we're going to talk some college football for the weekend as well. Coming up later on, buy and sell trade in fantasy football. We have your daily draft at the top of the five o'clock hour, the Heisman watch. We, we have neglected the Heisman through the first month of the college season, and there are some names that you need to know. Okay. All right. So Jeremy and I will be uh, drafting Heisman trophy winners. It'll be uh, the first time that the first round is less standard. interesting than the other four. Yes. Uh, and then, of course, the NFL panic meter. Two weeks into the season, how, how upset are you about some of the teams around the NFL? But, of course, Thursday night football tonight. Steelers and the Broncos. As we mentioned, you got all these other Browns. things. Or excuse me, the Browns. I've been staring the wrong, at that. The wrong BRO team. Yeah, your uh, your writing on the board up there is so jumbled together that I've seen it three different times and gone, that's not the Broncos. They're not playing the Broncos tonight. No, they're playing the Browns. Yeah, they're playing the Browns tonight. The Steelers and the Browns tonight on Thursday Night Football and AFC North matchup. It's going to be, uh, well, you know, it may, it may not have the pizzazz that we once thought it might. I could argue this is the most important victory for two one and one teams that I've seen in a long time. I would agree. The loser of this game, it's it's time to worry. It's time to worry a lot. I don't know if I agree with you. I mean, for the Steelers, absolutely. For this, if the Steelers lose this game against the Browns because to me you can just throw it out because they'll play them later in the season when deshaun comes back and that's fine and, the, and look at the rest of the schedule you lose tonight season's over i don't care if you bring in kenny pickett i don't care if you go get tommy maddox you're not gonna be able i, to I don't care what out. happens you are in trouble yeah the, this is one of the games that they have to have to be able to p- compile enough wins to make it a winning season this is one you have to have for this not to be the worst season under mike tomlin mm-hmm you don't get this one it can it, it can certainly accelerate quickly i also think we have to be on kenny pickett watch if mitch trubisky comes out in the first four series and just can't do anything mm-hmm. i struggle to believe that you don't chuck pickett out there i mean there's probably never going to be a better opportunity you're playing a cleveland browns team without Jadavian Clowney. yes they have miles garrett but that's the only person they have that can rush the passer i just watched them do it against my team mm-hmm. with a line that's been a little suspect they were never close miles garrett did his thing that, nobody else could but that's also been the problem like is it too soon to pull the kenny pickett card not to me because your offensive line is not good i don't like, care like pittsburgh does not have a good offensive mm-hmm. line and yeah i mean i don't know a part of me would just be kind of worried about throwing out kenny pickett now before the offensive line has maybe give them give them a little more chance to gel before I throw. Well, they're out not there. going to gel. My franchise. They're, they're not good. <laughs> my franchise quarterback out there behind that line. I, I to me that has always been an overstated thing. If this kid can play, you can game plan it to where that offensive line is mitigated. Mm-hmm. With Mitch Trubisky, you need everything to go right. Everything to go right. And I don't feel that way with Pickett. Right. And maybe it's just that's the door I haven't been behind. I know what you're getting out of Trubisky, and I was wrong. I was wrong that his ability to run would open up lanes for Najee Harris, who's averaging 2.9 yards a carry. And I need you to think about he is two yards by himself. Mm-hmm. If he put the football in front of his face, 
got to the line and fell down. He gained two point. He gained two point that way. Right. And I don't think either of these teams are terrible, but the loser is behind an eight ball that's going to be hard to get mm-hmm. out from behind. Mm-hmm. Well, we've already talked about the, the 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 Browns, and after Deshaun comes back and all of that, they'll ha- they'll still have a chance to win a lot of games at the end of the season. I don't know that you're going to have a, a chance to win a lot of games moving forward if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, if we do pull the trigger on Kenny Pickett, you know, part of me would say I I I don't like your chances of having that kind of a season. I, I can't remember who I heard. Uh, it was somebody on Get Up this morning that said if they pull Trubisky, they should go to Mason Rudolph. Oh, stop! Uh, you know that meme of the guy that's wearing the red pattern shirt. And he opens the Christmas present, and it's the same red pattern right. shirt. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the only thing I could think of. Why in the world would you do that? That is six one way, half a dozen the other. Mm-hmm. You can incite the fan base. If Kenny Pickett, let's let me just give you a, a, a hypothetical here. Come out tonight. The over under in this game is thirty eight, so nobody is lighting this up regardless. Under, and that's. That's one of the picks later. In the, I can't say which side I'm on. But right, right. I'm just throwing out my pick. The over-under is 38. So this is basically Vegas is telling you first one to 20 wins. Mm-hmm. So this is not going to be up and down the field. You're probably not going to get behind early. But you go four series, maybe a couple first downs. The offense looks completely listless. What is Twitter going to look like? Steeler fans, why are we not putting a key pick? What is happening? Even if you lose. If Pickett comes out and looks like a competent NFL quarterback, can get the ball to George Pickens, get the ball to Chase Claypool, get the ball to Deontay Johnson. It's very damning that you've had all three of your receivers either go to Twitter or the media and say something about the game plan Mm -hmm. and how they're being used and where you're at. These are ways that seasons can unravel in no time. I think the receiver room is much more over Mitch Trubisky than we are in the media. Okay. And that's how things can precipitate badly, where you start seeing lack of effort. You start getting just housed. That's the only way they get housed tonight. Mm-hmm. Turn the ball over, put Cleveland in advantageous positions, and then they're allowed to just bleed you out with Nick Chubb. You keep this competitive, there's no path that they destroy you. Right. And you bring in Pickett, and now the fan base has something to go, ooh, that. That's, that's new. New is always better. In the mind of a fan. And the worst thing that could have happened for Mitchell Trubisky is not performing well against a team that just made Joe Falco look relevant. I mean, I, Let, let's not denigrate. Uh, come on. Come could on. have been you AFC know, Player of the Week, Joe Falco. As well as I do, as everybody else does out there. Look, he, he's no longer that guy. Hey, third in the NFL in passing yards. Just throwing out again, just throwing again. Out I, I, I don't care. I don't care what kind of uh, weird analytics you want to throw out. There's no reason that Joe Falco should be having you know over 300 yard games anymore. Event. And he just did that against the Cleveland Browns. So if Mitchell Trubisky comes out tonight and throws for 218 yards and the offense can't still still can't score, that's going to pile up mm-hmm. on Mitchell. Absolutely. And this is a national TV game. Yes. The first two games the Steelers played were as non-nationally talked about as any two games you will ever see. Patriots-Steelers was unwatchable. 
I had a vision of the people in the press box just doing tequila shots in the second quarter going, I've got to do something to spice this up because this is eye broccoli. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get that here. This is Thursday night football. Amazon's already put out the numbers. It's as many people as you think. Mm-hmm. Did you see the uh, the, the press release on Amazon? I did not. Was the most added Prime users of any day in the history of Amazon. That doesn't shock me at all. No Black Friday, no Cyber Monday, no Prime Week. The first game of Thursday well, of night football. It, of course it did. Because what did what what did you do? You took every NFL fan who has been, uh, you know, I'm thinking of like my father, people like my father here who doesn't trust the internet and i don't i don't give my bank account information over the interwebs because somebody could steal it and sell it on the dark web like he actually thinks that he's going to be targeted in some shape or shape form or fashion so you've taken all of those nfl fans who have to have their thursday night football i mean how ticked off would you be if you were one of these guys and you found out the only way you can do it is to get an Amazon account. Well, damn it, I have avoided this for the last five years mm-hmm. or however long. And you know what you did? You, you you turned on your TV box and you went, oh, I have to have an, a, an Amazon subscription? All right, let me get All my right. credit card. What's that I'll, cost I'll be back. Yeah, what's that cost me? Five bucks a month? Hey, for... Ma, can you put in the credit card number with the TV remote? It's going to take me forever. Yeah, is that what it is? Is it five bucks a month? Ten bucks a month? Whatever Amazon it is. Amazon Prime, yeah. it's... I think it works out to be like twelve ninety nine or something like twelve ninety nine a month uh, so, with HWA. So Amazon Prime is th- this is a non negotiable yeah. expense. This well, is like food, water, power. Amazon Prime, right? But that's that. I mean, that's how we are now. That's how we are as a sports as a sports community, where we have to have our football. And if we do the math, I mean, that's three bucks a game. I'm getting four games a month on Thursday night, mm-hmm. and I got to pay twelve ninety nine to get it. Well, I guess yeah, go get the credit card. This, it's this, fine. This is how Jeff Bezos gets everybody in the world to be mm-hmm. a member of his service because the ones who weren't sold by watching, uh, you know, Sneaky Pete or whatever stupid Amazon Sneaky Pete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that Giovanni Rabisi Amazon original show that was on. I don't even know who that. You could have just made that person up. And I know who Giovanni Carmazzi is. I have no idea who that other person is. He's, he's an actor. He, he was the first one that came to my mind because that's like the only Amazon Originals thing I've ever watched. That show, the 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 lawyer show with Billy Bob Thornton that you watched. What was the name? Oh of that yeah, one? that was that was that okay. was the first one that came to my mind, but I couldn't remember the name of the show. I don't remember the name of the show, and but I, I mean, watched. You're it. not interested in the programming mm-hmm. that that Amazon Prime has until they force the football fans to get on board, and the football fans looked at it and went. Okay. All right. All right. We're good. We're good. So Thursday night football tonight, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. I knew that sounded slippery Pete's who helped George move the Frogger machine in in Seinfeld. (laughs) I knew that sounded familiar. Not slippery Pete, sneaky Pete. Uh, I'm going with slippery Pete. You know, that's a show I'd watch. Slippery Pete. The guy from Seinfeld. I want the backstory on that guy. The spinoff. Let's get the spinoff working. And that's that's a perfect tie-in. To a, 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 a segment later in the show, buy, sell, trade, brought to you by our friends at Fred Anderson Nissan. It's like Festivus. I got a lot of problems with you people, and I'm going to voice them later in this here program. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? 
Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next? Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. Real estate isn't about properties, it's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with eXp Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. The Honest Truly Calming Collection is our must-have for Hazy's nighttime routine. The Sportsocracy. Who are we going to cheer for on Sundays now? No! Well, I mean, Steelers and Browns fans, they'll have nobody to cheer on or, or cheer for coming up on Sunday because they're locking it up on Thursday night football tonight. And the question is, how do the defenses line up? As I mentioned, Joe Falco threw for over 300 yards again last week. Well, and that's one of the few things that you may be able to walk away from this game and go, uh-oh. I will tell you, I watched every snap of the Browns last week because, well, they played my Jets. Mm-hmm. And the defense was bad, 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 bad. And I don't know that anything has shocked me more of how just weirdly listless this team looks. Mm-hmm. I knew the offense was going to be somewhat disjointed. It was going to be very run-dependent. Jacoby Brissett is just Baker Mayfield playing full Scooby-Doo. It's, it's actually the same guy, just a different name on the back of the jersey. They're the same player. But the defense has been bad. And, if, and I don't really care if it's Mitch Trubisky. I don't care if it's Kenny Pickett. If one of these quarterbacks looks good against you, it's going to get loud on Stefanski in a hurry. I, I mean, I, I would tend to agree with that, but I really don't know that Trubisky can do it, can make them look bad. And I don't think he can either, after what I've seen th- through two weeks, but he still found a way to beat the Bengals. He did. Wasn't great, but he found a way to do it. But the Cowboys also beat the Bengals. They didn't mean to. They, they didn't mean to. They didn't mean to. Well, maybe the Steelers didn't mean to. And that's fine. Right. I, I'm just, but by the time you've done this three times, you look around and go, all right, Baker Mayfield was able to move the ball on us. Mm-hmm. Wasn't great, but it was enough to – But were we scared? We needed a 58-yard field goal to beat Carolina, who may be the worst team in the NFL. Yeah, but were we, but, but were we scared of Baker beating us? The focus in that game would have been shutting down Christian McCaffrey. Which, well, but it, which but it doesn't did. matter. It's what happened. 
what happened is you needed a 58-yard field goal to not be 0-2 when you played mm-hmm. the 31st best schedule in the NFL. Oh, no doubt. Your secondary has been dog water. All of them. There is nobody that is immune from this, Denzel Ward included. Mm-hmm. And I've heard all the talk of, well, that was actually just a perfect setup play by the Jets. I, by the Jets. I don't care why it happened. I care that you let a he's good receiver in Corey Davis just get completely behind your secondary. If you do that tonight, Mitch Trubisky can make that throw. Mm-hmm. And if he does make that throw and you manage to lose this game, it is going to get really loud. Right. It, so um, here's a stat for you. Cleveland's defense has given up 7.6 yards per passing attempt so far this season. Now keep in mind, that's 24th in the league. Meanwhile, they have played the 32nd and 31st worst quarterbacks in the league. They've played, I, I mean, come on. I, I get what the statistics say. Joe Falco is not one of the worst quarterbacks in the league right now, but he is. And you've let Baker Mayfield and Joe Falco do that to you. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, what do you think? And that's what would alarm me if I was a Browns fan. What do you think Justin Herbert's going to do to you? Mm-hmm. You play them oh, in two weeks. Rated. What do you think Lamar Jackson's going to do to you? Play them in four weeks. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow, Tua Tungavailoa, Josh Allen, uh, Tom Brady. Those are the quarterbacks not named Mac Jones and Marcus Mariota that you play until Deshaun Watson comes back. What I saw Sunday, miracle finish notwithstanding. This team could be three and eight when Deshaun Watson comes back. Mm-hmm. And then what's the point? It's one thing to hold out hope for a player that's going to come back that will change the fortunes of your franchise. He doesn't play corner. He doesn't play safety. He's not going to teach Grant Delpit how to fixate his eyes on the field instead of one thing. Mm-hmm. And I would be more worried about that if I were facing... A team whose offense I believed in. I know, I and can, that's the point. I know I can focus on the I, run. I'm game. not talking about what you mm-hmm. what you're thinking going in. I'm talking about what we're going to be talking about Monday or oh, tomorrow. Okay. All right. Trubisky comes out here has 250 yards and the Steelers win. The narrative is not going to be, oh, we were wrong about the Steelers. The narrative is going to be, what in the world happened to the Browns' defense? Absolutely. Agreed. And I've been asked this a bunch of times. Should I play the Browns' defense tonight in fantasy football? I can't tell you this enough times. No. 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 They haven't been good against Baker Mayfield and Joe Flacco. Why do I think they're going to be good against somebody that can actually move? Right. Baker and Flacco would lose in a foot race to me. Trubisky's at least mobile, and you don't have Jadavian Clowney tonight. This sets up in a very weird way to me. And, and look, maybe I'm being narrative guy. Maybe I'm putting way too much stock in Mike Tomlin. I remember the last time receivers came out against the play call. Do you remember that? Antonio Brown does the little the, the little Instagram live thing in the locker room. Mike Tomlin just gets stone-faced and goes, yeah. that won't be happening again. Yeah. Then what happened? Eviscerated the next team on their schedule. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who the team was, but I think they won 34 to 10. That's what Mike Tomlin does. Mm -hmm. That's what good coaches do. And I understand the principle of playing a defense against a bad offense. I understand that. There are plenty of those. You have nine road dogs this week. It's the most in the NFL in five years. I I have a weird feeling about this game. I have a weird feeling that when we talk about this tomorrow afternoon, 
we're going to be looking at this going, I don't understand what I just saw, and I can't pinpoint that this is a weird things happen on Thursday effect. Mm -hmm. I would think if Mitchell Trubisky has a big night tonight, it would be obviously. And and I mean, a big night for Mitchell Trubisky is an average night for virtually every quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, the top top guys, if they threw 300 yards, you'd be like, oh, he could have done more. He could have done more. But it's a it's a monumental achievement for guys like Baker Mayfield and Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, uh, it would be the same thing for Mitchell Trubisky. For you to be able to win this game, though, you're gonna have to stop the running game. You're gonna have to load the box, stop the running game, and not allow Jacoby Brissett to be efficient. Say, just say this out loud. Mm-hmm. We're walking into a game where. of the tickets are on Jacoby Brissett to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. Keep saying that to yourself. It will earwig in your head and you'll go, what am I doing with my life? That's where we are now, though. Because it's a Pittsburgh team that you can't believe that they can score points. Can they stop the run? Are they going to be able to keep Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and the rest of that running back room in check. Allow me to ask you a question. Do we feel like the Pittsburgh Steelers are well coached defensively? Absolutely. Yeah. Is there anything for Cleveland that scares you over the top? Nah, End of message. Repeat the line. DPJ season, baby. I keep telling you. Oh, uh, you're Auden Tate. Yes. Ah, it is the Tank Spencer Auden Tate. Donovan Peoples-Jones. He is the, the the need that we need. When I say an irrelevant receiver, you go, you know, that guy on another team might be good. When Tank says an irrelevant receiver, you go, that guy might be doing my taxes by this time next year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quit underselling him. He's going to. He's gonna oh, I'm not underselling him. him. I'm underselling you. There's oh, a difference. Me. me. You put the kiss of death on him. Uh huh. Just like I put the kiss of death on, I don't know. Amandra St. Brown, Justin. Amandra, you can't take credit right. for Amandra St. Brown. I was right on those guys. Uh, Amandra St. Brown was the definition of uh, Jeremy's flying around the building in an Amandra St. Brown jersey. I'm just going to agree with him. Just because you agreed with it, that was still this guy. Yeah, it was still this guy. Okay, By the then, way, just since you get Justin Jefferson, uh, that's you can have Justin All Jefferson. Right. Okay. Uh, uh, did you hear the story about Amandra St. Brown? Just before we go into the break, I have to tell you this. No. What what happened? So Deami Brown was one of the sixteen receivers that went ahead of him in the okay. NFL draft. All right. He told a reporter, I kept looking for Deami Brown. For some reason couldn't find him on the field. Oh. Don't know why. And I went I love that kid. Favorite player ever. I I now just want to be best friends with Amon mm-hmm. St. Brown. Mm-hmm. And Deami went to Twitter and said, I can't hate on that, because you're not wrong. I love it. I love a modern. And you know what? There's another player that uh, wears that light bluish kind of color that I think just became one of my favorites of all time yesterday as well. That story coming up next here on ESPN Asheville. So the Ingalls two-day sale is this Friday and Saturday. Huge savings throughout the store. And when all the products on the shelves heard we were having auditions to be in the sale, everybody wanted in. Come see for yourself. The Ingalls two-day sale this Friday and Saturday. 
Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. Attention, it's time for the morning announcements. Make sure your parents are aware of the Ingalls Tools for Schools program and ask them to link their Ingalls Advantage card to our school. Remember, you have to do it each year. Now please stand and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. You must be outside your mind. The sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. Man, I do love those players in blue. It doesn't it doesn't really matter what shade of blue you wear. Justin Herbert loved the powder blues for the San Diego Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers, whatever the hell their name is. Amonra St. Brown, Detroit Lions, and then there's my new quarterback. Drake May. This kid just, I mean, he's stacking them up. He's stacking up the brownie points here. Breaking records in every uh, start that he has with the North Carolina Tar Heels. Three games in, getting ready to take down Notre Dame. And in his weekly media availability this week, he was asked why he chose Carolina. That if Sam Howell's success in 2019 caused him to flip his commitment because he was going to go to Alabama, and decided to come to North Carolina instead. And he said, yeah, 100%. I didn't want to miss out on my home state. He says, then the quote of the century, whether you want to admit it or not, growing up in North Carolina, you're going to be a Carolina fan. Some people may say state, but really, people who go to state just can't get in at Carolina. Oh, I love it so much. And then he walked that back aggressively. Well, I mean, because Mac Brown is, I mean, he is the ultimate professional. He is the, we're not going to do that. We're not going to throw out the, you know, let the fans do that. Let the, you know, let the, the, the guy, the, the fans from Cal college come in and, you know, talk about the wine and cheese crowd from Carolina. That's, that's, that's our thing. But he doesn't want his players to be wrapped up in that. He wants you to be more professional. He doesn't want you to give bullet board material because now that's going to be everything that the state fans are going to be talking about coming up that week when we play at Thanksgiving. You don't want to give them the ammunition. Mac Brown forced the apology of of Drake May on Twitter. He had to come out and say, I said something I shouldn't have. And then, of course, what does that do? Every time you see somebody apologize for something they said on social media, if you didn't see it, what are you going to do? Search it out. Go go search it out. Go find out what was said. 
in 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 a lot of ways, making uh, athletes apologize for the stupid things they say on social media brings more attention to the stupid thing that they said on social media. Oh, your your story is about somebody saying something that they shouldn't have. Uh, I I and that is your statement. That's not my statement because he a hundred percent should have said it, and he is now in the Carolina Hall of Fame. Drake May number one all time uh, at NC, or, uh, NC State fans. You can find him at Sports Tank ESPN. A an unnamed student of a school in the Power Five was arrested for something she said about a game between two schools. What she said, and it was on the social media platform Yik Yak, which I have never heard of. Mm-mm. I don't know what it is, Mm-mm. and I don't care. Mm-mm. I'm social media out. <laughs> she said she was going to detonate the nuclear reactor that is located on campus, causing a mass destruction if her team lost on Saturday. Well, now, that's a bit of a uh, that's wow. it's going a little it's, that's it's a little going stretch. way too hard. That's a stretch, yeah. And now, thankfully, her team that she is a student at, they won 35-7. to seven. Now, as I tell you that story, you, you're thinking this is a school in the SEC, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, that's where you would immediately think. Oh, 100%. And that's this, what I this, thought. This is an Auburn fan. Oh, that's what I thought. And then I went, wait a minute. What SEC school, SEC school are they putting a nuclear reactor on? Uh, Vanderbilt's the only one I got. I don't think oh, you're don't trusting know. that at Alabama. <laughs> She went to Utah. They were playing San Diego State. Mm. And she threatened nuclear fallout if they lost. Wow. Why is it always Utah? I don't know. Utah? I have no idea. The scariest part of this is apparently she has knowledge of the reactor and had a class in that Not building. Good. Not good. Not good. See, that sounds like crimes. That sounds 100% like hundred percent that's crimes. That's that's researching crimes. You you might as well have just Googled it. Like, oh, somebody made a threat, and we went to their search history, and this is how to blow up nuclear reactor. <laughs> I am also shocked that there is anybody that that, that is that Don't. beholden to Pac-12 football. Don't do this. Don't do that. You can switch to seven on seven, and nobody west of the Mississippi would have a clue. Wow. Just calm down, okay? A, it's football. It's meant to be fun. Mm-hmm. B. Maybe don't make terroristic threats about Pac-12 football or any football for that matter, right? But especially Pac-12 football. Oh, uh, wow! Wouldn't, wouldn't expecting that. In the NFL, there are some teams that just have not had a good start to the season, and it doesn't look good after two games, regardless of what your record may say. So it's time to talk a little NFL panic meter. And now this is panic meter for teams that we actually had an expectation for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because looking at the, you know, you can't look at uh, the Carolina Panthers and go, oh, we're 0-2, it's time to hit the panic button. It was time to hit the panic button two years the ago. The day you traded for Baker Mayfield, you should have thrown the panic button into the ocean. Yeah. because like, Well, I'm not going to need that anymore. No more. No more. The only button you need is the Staples Easy button. You Fire mat to, rule. We need to figure out how to fix this problem immediately. No, these are for this this is for teams that we had hopes for. My panic meter on a scale of one to ten. One is how much I'm worried about my liver. Okay, so it's like the DEFCON scale. Nope, like number one no, is the highest. No. As evidenced by the way I live my life, I have already tapped out on my sixties. <laughs> okay, All so right. you threw the panic butter. Correct. Panic I went Baker away. Mayfield, throw it yeah. away. I li- I do what I want. All right. I I know the effects. I do what I want. I don't want your life. 
10 is how much Beyond Meats should be worried about their stock price okay. after their uh, COO bit somebody's schnoz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So my panic meter is highest right now for the Denver Broncos. Am I, am I in the ballpark or am I overreacting? You're not overreacting. Okay. There are times, uh, and I've always said this with, with gambling, all right, as the sports better of the show, there are times, five minutes into a game, you're heavily invested on one side, and you figure out, I'm on the wrong side of this. Mm-hmm. I'm on the wrong side of this. There's nothing I can do. The line has already moved. There's no saving myself from the mistake I have already made. I kind of feel that way about Nathan- that way about Nathaniel Hackett. Okay. I don't think you're a head coach. I think the fact that you have one of the smartest quarterbacks in the NFL, one of the best late-game quarterbacks in NFL history, and the fact you have looked this bad, just breaking the huddle and calling a play Mm -hmm. is over the moon difficult for you. And the scary part is, I I don't think you've seen the worst of it. One of my favorite picks of the week, San Francisco 49ers going to Denver Sunday night football. Mm Mm-hmm. Prime time, what do I always lean on? Three factors. Who's at home? Who has the best coach? Who has the best quarterback? Denver has two of those three, and I still think you get smoked. <laughs> okay. And it could be damning. I mean, the fact that you cannot do the most basic tenet of professional football, relay the play call, get it called, line up, and go. But if we're Denver, or, I mean – do you, do you kind of just say we've had bad luck so far? It's that's not, not bad all luck. on coaching. That, that's not bad luck. Oh, I know the that's co- bad the, preparation. I know the coaching mistakes and stuff aren't. But I'm talking about not being able to finish drives, fumbling twice inside the goal line, or, or you know, inside the one yard line. You know, it's weird. In those two games. It's weird. Good teams never do that. It's shocking. I never see the Kansas City Chiefs fumble inside the one yard line. I, I never see that. Who does that? Poorly coached teams. That's where that happens. True. And so for me, I'm looking at Denver, and I'm going to level with you. If it wasn't for the fact that Bradley Chubb and Randy Gregory have been exponentially better than I thought they would be, you could be 0-2 having played the Seahawks and the Texans, and one of them was in your building. Right. My, my On the panic meter, I'm going to say Denver's an 8.5 for me. Okay. Because I'm not sure you can correct your biggest problem. They have the seventh best offense as far as yards compiled goes. Oh, they oh have, what do I often say about yards? Oh, I that is the most meaningless stat. But what but my point here is they are they have the most attempts inside the ten and the five yard lines in of any team this year in the NFL and have not been able to punch it in for six. Nope. Does that come back to the mean as this team gets more comfortable, as Nathaniel Hackett gets some of the uh, new washed off of him as a head coach in the NFL? I think they they will figure it out at some point. But yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm not saying you're you're over the moon on that. My panic meter is uh, if I were a Denver Broncos fan, would be nine. And that's your highest one of any yes team in the NFL. It's the highest one of well, no, well maybe. Because I have a little bit more faith, and I don't know why. I've seen nothing through the first two games of the season that leads me to believe this is going to happen. But the Indianapolis Colts are going to be able to find something. That's mine. Mine's a 14 for them. A 14 mm-hmm. on, a, on a scale of 1 Scale to 10. of 110, it's a 47 and a half. 
Because I don't know how you're going to fix it. I, I I have seen nothing. A, I have never believed in Frank Reich. Mm-hmm. B, I just look around and go, what exactly are you supposed to lean on? You're supposed to, I mean, you're supposed to be leaning on the running game. You're and supposed that's the to be thing. leaning on Jonathan Taylor. One of the big reasons, and this is that three-dimensional chess thing I do that you talk about, one of the things that I've always said about teams that are very run-heavy, what happens to your line and your running backs as the season progresses? They wear down, mm-hmm. and they're less effective. Mm-hmm. So you're expecting a bounce back from your four offensive linemen not named Quentin Nelson and Jonathan Taylor. His has been from a lack of touches. I get it. But you're expecting a bounce back in that as the season progresses, as they wear down. That doesn't make any sense. Matt Ryan looks like he should have retired two years ago. Mm-hmm. And outside of Michael Pittman, you do not have a player on the outside that scares anybody. Mm-hmm. Indianapolis would have been the highest for me. They are a full ten. All of the worst, all of the worst things that you expect that that we brought up just in passing. What about this? Have all come to fruition mm-hmm. so far for the Indianapolis Colts. And look, I get the, I get that it could be worse. You could be zero and two, rather than being zero one and one. But you better get on the stick to figure something out. Uh, we have breaking news about a team that uh, we have to talk about on the panic meter. Who's going to break the news? 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 This is from Josina Anderson. Text from free agent defensive end Jason Pierre-Paul. I am joining the Baltimore Ravens as of today. Nice. There's your pass rusher. Yep. And I, my already low number on Baltimore just went to exactly zero. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what you needed. You needed a vet guy that can rotate with Houston, rotate with Odafe Oa, and rotate with David Njabo when he comes. David Ajabo when he comes back. That's a good signing. I mean, you have if through two weeks you have the worst pass defense in the NFL. Do I think that's going to continue? Nope. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. No, I don't. And I think that's a very Baltimore Raven type move. Hey, we have a problem. Let's go fix that. Yep. As opposed to just trying to put duct tape on it, let's go actually address it. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Feel like your Tampa Bay Buccaneers should have done that, but I, what do I know? Hey, uh, hashtag Todd Bowles. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't pay up five million dollars to get the. I have a funny Jordan feeling. Whitehead this is. Back. I have a feeling this is not five million dollars. Oh, you think it's far more than that? I think it's far less than that. Oh, far less than that. And that's the thing that will take me off. Oh, more. I could easily see this being vet minimum. Right. This That's the thing that would take me off more. With incentives. But that's a good move by Baltimore. That's a franchise that I just trust. I mean, Baltimore and Pittsburgh are in the same boat. They have problems. Mm-hmm. I fully believe in the coaching staff and the front office, they'll fix it. Difference is, I think there's markedly more talent with Baltimore Ravens than there is with the Steelers. I'm I'm not worried about Baltimore. Oh, you've been you struggled against Joe Falco. No, you gave up a lot of yards. You eviscerated Joe Flacco. I watched every second of it, and I cursed Joe Flacco's name for sixty solid minutes. And never was that game in doubt. No. And then you had a bad quarter against Miami. If we're being really honest, you have physically imposed your will in seven of the eight quarters you have played. Mm-hmm. You had one real, 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 real bad one okay don't care moving along i did not think you were the afc favorite anyway but i had you in the top handful two or three Mm -hmm. that's exactly where i still have you 
So the Indianapolis Colts are a full 10. We got Denver somewhere between a nine and an eight and a half. Who else are we worried about? Who's ready to hit that panic button two weeks into the NFL season? We'll be back right here in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report, so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next? Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. The Sportsocracy. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man! How high does your team rank on the panic meter? I know Carolina Panther fans are probably sitting there, ah, we're a 10. You're a not applicable. No, you're a... You're not. You're not, a, you're not on the panic meter at all. We, these are teams that we had expectations for in this 2022 NFL season. The Las Vegas Raiders come to mind. Sitting at zero and two, it's not not good, and this offensive line is a problem. They're very very young, but they are so far Jeremy's all heralded. PFF says they are the thirty first worst line in the league. Hasn't been good. The New York Giants is the only offensive line that's worse. Hasn't been good, but but but. I could argue you have been the better team for six of the eight quarters you've played. At worst, it's five of the eight. Yeah. You got to be worried about blowing the 20-point lead to the Arizona Cardinals. That bothers me, the fact that Chandler Jones and Max Crosby are – I mean, Max Crosby have been good. Chandler Jones has been borderline irrelevant. Mm -hmm. That makes me nervous. But, I mean, in terms of the Raiders, I've got them at a five. I I still feel like the offense is good. You're going to figure it out. That's one place that I look at the line and go, okay, give it a minute, mm-hmm. let it gel. And I will say this is a this is a very important week. 
If you go out and lose to, to the Titans, even though it's in Nashville, that probably goes from a five to a seven and a half. Mm-hmm. At zero and three, your season's borderline over. You need to come and you need to come in and you need to pound the rock with Josh Jacobs. Take advantage of the Tennessee uh, defense that has given up the second most rushing yards in the league so far, and you got to hold on to a lead. You got to figure out how to win. Cincinnati Bengals, obviously a very surprising zero and two, and it hasn't it hasn't been great. Losing to the Dallas Cowboys is. In my book, that's inexcusable. It is very inexcusable, especially with Cooper Rush playing And the fact that uh, somebody shared the stat in our chat earlier today that Joe Burrow is now on pace to be sacked 111 times this year. And here's the thing. And that's a problem. It, it is a problem, but I think it's a fixable problem. Because we have really harped on the offensive line, of which, has it been good? No, it has not. It hasn't. A lot of that comes from the fact you got a guard playing left tackle, but I've beaten that horse to death. Mm-hmm. You got to teach Joe Burrow that not every play is a home run. Yes. You got to learn to take a single every once in a while. Yes. And I think you can. You did it last year. You did it last year. And I feel like he came into this season feeling like this is where the Super Bowl hangover talk comes from. You come out and feel like you're ten feet tall and bulletproof. We've crossed a, 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 a we've crossed the threshold. Now I can just come out and throw it around the yard. Improved offensive line. Oh, oh, that's not how the sport works. I I do have to not twenty air yards on every pass. Right. And you got to get healthy week this week. It's the Jets. It's my team. Trust me. There's nobody that knows the team on this planet better than I do. There is nothing that would it surprise me less. Then Joe Burrow comes out and throws for four bills, and T. Higgins goes absolutely nanners. Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon's not the side of that I'm really looking at. Really? Mm-mm, not against this team. Uh, the Bengals are a three for me. I think your problems are too fixable. Mm-hmm. You're putting yourself in bad situations because Joe's been sacked and been hit so many times because he can't just take the check down. The Dallas Cowboys. Not applicable. Not applicable. I didn't have. It's hard for me to panic on a team that I didn't have any expectations for in the first place. Mm-hmm. Without Dak Prescott, your 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 season tanked last week. Mm-hmm. And just wait until you lose to the New York Giants on Monday Night Football. Hundred percent. Tuesday is going to be fun. The New England Patriots. That one's borderline not applicable for me, but I'll say seven and a half, and I'm looking at mm-hmm. the future. Oh yeah. I, I don't know what it is you're supposed to be excited about. I read an article yesterday that I thought was the dumbest take I've ever heard. Oh, this team is set up for the future with Tom Brady 2.0. What is this? Week three of last year? What have you been seeing in Mac Jones that makes you think this is going to be sustainable for any period of time? I don't even kind of understand that. If I was a New England Patriots fan, I'm borderline jumping off the ledge at this point. And then the New Orleans Saints. Bad Jameis showed up this past week against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. How worried should you be? Granted, it was without Alvin Kamara. It was without Alvin Kamara, which is a big deal to me. For me, it's a, a five. I mean, over the course of the next three weeks, you play the Panthers, the Vikings, and the Seahawks. Are you going to be shocked if this team's 4-1? and one? Because no. you shouldn't be. No. Because there's two of them that I don't think you could lose if you tried to, and I don't buy that Minnesota defense in the least. Mm-hmm. Seeing bad Jameis, though, be as bad as I have ever seen him. The bad Jameis makes it a five for me. Because I thought Dennis Allen would have such a a thumbprint on this offense that you wouldn't see that. Seeing it makes me nervous, but not 
over the moon. All right, coming up after the Sports Center update, Tar Hill time with Jones Angel. Big game in Chapel Hill this week. Notre Dame coming to town. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. And welcome back into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. You can hear the Sportsocracy everywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app, absolutely free. You can uh, you can also listen to our next guest on the iHeartRadio app uh, on the Carolina Insider Podcast is the voice of the North Carolina Tar Heels Jones Angel and the Tar Heels got a big date coming up on Saturday with Notre Dame. And while you would normally be really terrified of that, uh, it looks like there may be some uh, some holes for that Notre Dame team this week. But I know, I know how Mac Brown is. He's not going to let that get into uh, get into the ears of his players as they prepare to take on a uh, a national power on national television in that three thirty slate. Tank, yeah, you're right, and and I think it would be unwise to assume that Notre Dame doesn't have quality players. I mean, the Irish one and two right now through three games, and so that's obviously not a usual territory for them. But I also think, yeah, this is a good football team. They they lost one of their losses was at Ohio State. A lot of teams are going to lose there. That was a competitive game, one that Notre Dame led in the third quarter. In fact, late in the third quarter of that one, and, and then. For them, kind of like how Carolina's season to this point has been defined by that fourth quarter and app, even though Carolina won that game, yeah, I think Notre Dame's season to this point has been defined by that second game of the year, which was Marshall, uh, that they lost and, and came out a little flat. And, you know, after that Ohio State game in week one, you know, just didn't have the same energy or execution level, and, and it showed. And Marshall played well and made some big plays late, had a couple of key turnovers that they gained. Um, which helped them win that contest. And uh, perhaps the the bigger story coming out of that game for Notre Dame was that they lost their quarterback. You know, Tyler Buckner, their starter, uh, who was really mobile, was really effective with his legs, uh, unfortunately was injured for a long period of time. It might be the whole season. They're a little unclear, but it will certainly, he won't be back for the game uh, coming up on Saturday in Chapel Hill. So um, that was a, that was a difficult game for a lot of reasons bounce back last week where where Notre Dame uh, quite honestly didn't look very good in the first half against Cal but then played very very well probably their best football of the season in the second half and and were able to beat the Bears by by a touchdown so um Notre Dame is not you know nationally ranked in 10 and 0 or something coming into this game but I do think Tank uh, certainly it's a team that is good enough to win and has uh, got a lot of good players. And so Carolina will uh, need to play at a very high level because this is by far, not even close, the best team. Record doesn't matter. It's the best team Carolina's played to this point this year, so the Tar Heels are going to have to play their best as well. And your biggest concern about this, or you know, a Tar Heels fan biggest concern about this team so far has been the defense. Well, you know, it, it's it, it's nice to look at a team struggling offensively to find any kind of an any kind of identity outside of obviously their you know future first round NFL draft pick tight end Michael Meyer. 
they've been struggling to get anything going on offense. So you you got to find kind of feel good about that. And no, and the question becomes: Can Drew Pine figure out a way to take advantage of the holes in the uh, in the Tar Heel defense? And will we be able to stop Michael Meyer? Yeah, and I think that really actually starts with Notre Dame's run game because uh, you know, in fact, last season when Carolina went to South Bend, you know, Notre Dame did not have terrific stats as far as their rushing ability, but they ran for more than 200 yards in that game. Now they had one big run, a 91-yard run. That's a big part of that, but it still counts, right? So right. Um, the the run game to me is the whole key to this for Notre Dame's offense and Carolina's defense. Because Notre Dame's passing attack isn't one, at least to this point, that hasn't proven that it's going to be you know a shotgun snap to Drew Pine and he's able to pick you apart with his arm and you know they're not going to throw four wide out there and try to move the ball down the field in that way. But where they can get dangerous offensively is their ability to run because they have several good backs and then they're pounding you with the run, they're pounding you with the run, they're pounding you with the run. Then they go play action, and they can either hit, you know, Michael Mayer, that, that great tight end that you're talking about, or, you know, some skill guys on the outside. Um, when they hit you with that play action, the, those weapons become much more effective. That's not, you know, uh, a, new, uh, a new plan of attack in the game of football, but I do think it is the way that Notre Dame can be best successful uh, with their particular personnel this year. And that's why I do think Tank stopping that run and being uh, more competitive at the line of scrimmage for Carolina uh, when the defensive uh, group is out there is going to be really, really important in this game. If Carolina can slow down that run, get Notre Dame into some some not positive uh, down and distances for them. So if they can get into second and nine and third and seven and things like that, that that will really go a long way to Carolina winning this game because I think those type of downs and distances are hard for this Notre Dame offense right now. That's not to say that they can't get better at it, but that that has been difficult for them early in the year. And so, but if you let them get into third and two because they were able to effectively gain four yards and then gain four more on the ground, that's when you start getting into trouble. And so Carolina's ability to, to stop that run, uh, particularly on early downs, I think is going to be really important. What have they been uh, pounding home to the defense this week to try to limit the hurt that has been seen at yeah. times throughout these games? We've, you know, we, we've constantly been talking, it feels like a couple of years, uh, talking about the Tar Heels coming out and playing a full four quarters. Yeah, yeah. I think it's two things. One is uh, kind of what you alluded to, and that's consistency mm-hmm. on the defensive side because there have, you know, that app game tank and that fourth quarter, and it's real and it happened, and so you have to take it into account. But I do think it has skewed things a little bit when you think about this Tariel defense. I don't think Carolina's defense, while it has not been as good as Carolina needs or wants it to be. I don't think that 15 minutes is representative of what Carolina's defense is either. And let's hope not because Carolina would give up more points than than ever before, if that was the case. And so I think they have been 
trying to focus on the, hey, look at the second and the third quarters against App. Hey, look at the third and fourth quarters, uh, really the entire game against Florida A&M, but particularly later in the game. Hey, look at that fourth quarter against Georgia State and the first quarter against Georgia State. You know, these were good moments of defense. You know, so why can it happen here but not happen for a full four quarters? Now, are you going to shut everybody out? Are you going to force everybody to punt every single possession? No, but you can consistently stop the run better. You can stop allowing explosive plays in the pass game. That kind of stuff can happen, even if the other team has find some success. You can still play better defensively in total. And so I think the consistency has, has been a part of it, Tank. And then also the other thing that they've really hammered home uh, defensively has been fundamentals and just very basic things, which Gene Chizik has been talking about ever since he arrived, of positioning, of being in the right place, of filling the correct gap, of not getting your eyes uh, in, in the wrong place, which gets your body in the wrong place, which then allows a big play. And so I, I do think that kind of stuff has been really harped on for the Tar Heels. It has been for a while, but particularly in this bye week. And I will be interested to see if you see some more consistent defense because uh, Gene Chizik feels like his team on the defensive side ha- has taken some steps. And he has talked about that publicly, about how he feels like it has been some really productive uh, couple of weeks here for Carolina, but now you have to go see it on the field. On Mac Brown Live on Monday night, as you heard right here on ESPN Asheville, you do every uh, Monday night at 7 o'clock with our good friend Jones Angel, voice of the North Carolina Tar Heels. And Mac Brown was talking about, uh, I love when he got into talking to the guys about, we do this, you know, 365 days a year. Why is it that on certain days you're asked to get up for 12 days? I mean, be at your best 12 times a year. Why can't we do yeah. that? Why can't the consistency be there? Why do we have these lapses? And getting to the root of that, obviously, if every coach could uh, could ask that question and get a logical answer, uh, every team would be great. Uh, but, but I, I mean, that's that's where we are right now and I just I loved hearing Mac talk about the process of making sure everybody's locked in and doing doing their jobs because there's been a lot of miscommunication guys out of place uh you know missed tackles things like that yeah and no team in the country is gonna be at its very best for every single game it's just not gonna happen um you're you're probably gonna have two or three of those per year where you play to your full potential. Um, but the other games, uh, let's just use the number of 12, the other nine in this instance, just because you aren't playing at your best doesn't also mean that you have to have these very fundamental breakdowns. It, it doesn't mean that you have to be out of position. It doesn't mean that you have to have poor tackling. Um, those things may not be as sharp or as crisp or as effective as those couple of weeks where you really are clicking on all cylinders, but you've got to, you've got to bring the floor up. And, and I think that's really what Coach Brown is talking about is not – reach your absolute maximum capacity 12 times. Nobody does that. But when your floor is closer to your ceiling, that's when I think 
you, you become a pretty darn good football team because if your floor is still pretty good and, and the one that you reach, uh, you know, a couple times a year as well, then I, I think that's a really big positive. So to me, I think that's what Coach Brown is talking about because things like energy and effort, that can raise your floor and those things can be there every single time even if the execution's a little sloppy or if things aren't quite as crisp or the timing is a little bit off uh, on the offensive side, uh, or maybe you have a one extra or two extra penalties than you normally would, that kind of stuff's going to happen. But if your energy and your uh, effort can help raise that floor closer to your ceiling, then I think that's when you become a much more consistent football team, which is something the Tar Heels are looking to do. Absolutely agree. Uh, raise the floor on defense because, as a famous Tar Heel said, we already know that the ceiling is the roof for this offense. Yeah, and Drake. I mean, well, in all honesty, to that point, I mean, Carolina's offense, Tank, you look at it, the, the numbers are gaudy. I mm-hmm. mean, Carolina's uh, top two in the ACC and top 20 in the nation in total offense, passing offense, rushing offense, scoring offense, including being in the top five in total offense and in scoring offense nationally. So, I mean, those are incredibly quality numbers. Will they come down some just with the quality of competition with Notre Dame and then conference play? Yes, but everybody else's numbers are going to come down some too because everybody's going to start playing uh, conference competition. So when you think about that, if you could get your defense to just raise that floor, to use that term again, Carolina doesn't have to be the the 85 Bears out there. They just need to uh, provide a little more resistance, get to the quarterback a little more consistently, make things more difficult in the secondary. They just need to take some steps forward, not huge steps, but they need to take some steps forward in those areas. Um, and if they do that and the offense continues to play at the level it has and shoot, get better, continue to grow. Remember, we're talking about young guys out there. Um, that's an exciting thought because if you have that, I think all of a sudden you've got a really, really dangerous football team. Two, uh, two words resonating throughout Tar Heel Nation today. I'm back. It was just yeah, posted not too from- long ago by Josh Downs. He is going to be back. He says he's going to be ready to go for the Notre Dame game. And see, that's 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 where I was going. Like we know, we know what Drake May can do. We've already seen him put up huge numbers through the first three weeks of the season. Get Josh Downs back, and with Cody Pesor, uh, I mean, somebody asked the question on uh, on uh, Mac Brown Live this week of Will we see them on the field together? Are you better. You better. Or I think the offensive coaches are going to have some uh, some questions to answer if we don't see Cody Pesor and uh, and Josh Downs on the field together at the same time because uh, the the way Pesor has played so far, that's it looks like your next uh, dynamic duo. Well, and there's just so much versatility right now with Carolina's offense, and uh, I, I think they're so deep at the skill positions. The great part is you can mix and match with a lot of different guys in there and get a lot of different players some significant snaps, keep guys relatively fresh, and you don't have a big drop-off in the quality of the production. And so even if Kobe, uh, Kobe Pesor and Josh Downs aren't out there together for the entire game, 
you likely will see sometimes they're out there without the other one. Sometimes they are together. Um, but it's also not a bad thing to have Gavin Blackwell out there or J.J. Jones out there or uh, the freshman Andre Green who's continued to work his way in or Antoine Green um, as he continues to get healthier and uh, hopefully is available this week. If it's not this week, it's going to be very, very soon. So you have those combinations of those players, not to mention the the trio at tight end that's been playing extraordinarily well, not to mention the guys in the backfield that have been uh, playing well as well. So what is making this Carolina offense so good, in addition to Drake May's uh, uh, really mature beyond his years ability on the field, is that you have to have, you have to guard so many guys. And when you have that kind of versatility and that kind of diversity and how you are able to be successful, if you are smart, if you take care of the football, um, then you're going to have a good chance to be really, really good. And, and Tank, you saw that even in the Georgia State game, shoot, the Tar turned the ball over three times. And they still scored 35 points and still moved up and down the field for the most part during the game. And so um, you obviously don't want the turnovers, but that should just show you that even with those mistakes, because normally you go on the road, you turn it over three times, you're not winning that game. But Carolina was able to do enough, including offensively, uh, to get out of there with a W. Can Notre Dame stop the Carolina offense? That's also the big question. Yeah, and, and up front, they're really good, and, and they're coming off their best performance. They got to the Cal quarterback six times in that game for sacks, had eight total tackles for loss. Um, you can't have numbers like that if you're Carolina and be successful because Drake May can't, can't pick you apart if he's on the ground. And so for Carolina, uh, on that side of the ball, to me, Tank, it is, and again, pretty boring football, it's can you run it and can you protect your quarterback? Because if Carolina can do those things, I think it's shown that uh, the, that offense is so explosive that it can be really, really effective regardless of the opponent. Kickoff coming up in Chapel Hill at 3.30 on Saturday afternoon. You will hear the game right here on ESPN Asheville with the voice of the North Carolina Tar Heels, Jones Angel. Jones, uh, best of luck to you in the game as well. Another fine performance on the on, on the horizon. I know it in my heart. Thanks so much, Tank. Yeah, great to talk with you. I do want to mention we will have, uh, just like we did at Georgia State, we're going to have Jeff Saturday in the booth again uh, for this Notre Dame game. He and Brian Simmons will both be uh, co-analysts for this game. Um, Both those guys, of course, terrific players, both at the college and the professional level. And uh, so really looking forward to working with both of them coming up on Saturday. We'll be on there at 2.30. We'll kick off a few minutes after 3.30. Yeah, it does bring another level to the the broadcast. Glad to have those guys in the booth with you. I know you are. Uh, We will talk to you next week, hopefully talking about a big win over the Fighting Irish. Thanks, uh, thanks, Tank. Talk to you soon. You are in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. There are things going on in basketball and in baseball that years ago would have just taken over all of the shows, all of the headlines, everything. For some reason, it's just not hitting home like it normally does. wonder why. We'll talk about football up next. The iHeartRadio Asheville Pro Football Pick'em Challenge is back. Just log on now to ESPNAVL.com to make your picks. Each weekly winner gets a $50 gift card to Asheville Pizza and Brewing and will be a finalist for our grand prize. Log on now, ESPNAVL.com. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, 
and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. The Sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. We all love football. And it's quite obvious that we all love football. Have you, I mean, today, the news, the Sports Center updates, you've been hearing them at the top of the hour all day long. And what have they been leading with? They've been leading with IMA Udoka or Ime Udoka, who is going to be suspended for looks like the entirety of the next season in the NBA because he had a consensual relationship with someone inside the front office of the Boston Celtics. Uh, and, and we're not going to spend much time on this, but no. there's one thing that I specifically want to say. There damn well better be more to this story. 100%. Because if this is just he had – first of all, he and Neil Long are separated. Yes. So you, you can take out the morality clause. Mm-hmm. First of all, people becoming the morality po- police – drives me insane mow your own grass before you worry about other people's well i mean this just strikes me as the whole we're still the house that red built and this is still the red arbach boston celtics and we expect you know we expect you to live by a certain code and that's all well and good you be the morality police at your own risk uh maybe talk to your fans before you tell me about morality if you don't know what i'm talking about google it Mm -hmm. it's well documented we all know what you're talking about. So you've got that story that mainstream media really seems to think you care about. Oh, they want to push it down You don't. Throat. No. Y- you don't. I pulled the metrics on it to see if it was something we should talk about on a football fr- or on a football Thursday. In large part, the only reason you're seeing people interact with this is because the way the story has been told. Of they're going to suspend him for a year because he had a, a relationship with somebody that worked in the front office. That's it. Mm-hmm went through it nobody cares you also have the best player in baseball playing for the most popular team in baseball mm-hmm. getting ready to set the lid the, the legitimate home run record the non-roid aided home run record no one cares no it's no just, one cares it's falling flat i mean think about the home run chase and, and by back the way in- this is not an opinion this no. is going from an analytical, yes. we, we have the, the ability to find these things. Look, look. What are you tweeting about? What are you putting on your socials? What web pages are you frequenting? Look, I'm the baseball guy. I'm interested, but I'm nowhere near as interested as the 98 chase between McGuire and Sosa. Maybe if there was another player that was chasing down the record with Aaron Jones, then maybe. Maybe we would care a little Aaron bit Judge. more. Or Aaron Judge. Yeah, you're so much. Aaron Jones. Football, you're, football. you're so in football right. that you 
The running back for the Green Bay Packers is not setting the home run record. <laughs> he probably would. He probably he would immediately be the best player in baseball. Um, but but Aaron Judge is chasing down history here. Like this is the one that everybody, all the you know, all the purists. This is the one that they cling to. Mm-hmm. Of oh well, Mark McGuire that was steroids. Barry Bonds that was steroids. This is the true record. This is the American League record. It's got all the things, all the pomp and circumstance, or should. Of all of those other chases, but we don't care because football. Because football. In the in the pantheon of searched things, Coastal Carolina and Georgia State is on par with Aaron Judge. Which is insane. You have a perfect setup here. One of the most popular teams in the NBA having a salaciously weird story. That's going to cost their young coach, one of the best young coaches in the NBA, a season. You have a home run chase, which is the big record, and the triple crown from the best player with the most popular team in the league. And you cannot steal headlines from the dogwater Pittsburgh Steelers (laughs) and the dogwater Cleveland Browns. If you want to know why we talk about football for nine months out of the year Mm -hmm. and then sprinkle it in in those other three, that's why. Exactly. Not all, and not only do you have Aaron Judge, but you got Albert Pujols. Old man Pujols. He's having the best rocking chair uh, tour anybody's ever had. He was and not nobody cares. at the beginning of the season. It wasn't even thought of that he could get to 700 home runs for his career because he wasn't playing enough. And now he's become the greatest uh, 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 pinch hitter in the history of baseball. He's winning games for the St. Louis Cardinals, and he's almost at 700 home runs. And no, it's just crickets. And before anybody says, well, I care, you're you're missing the there point. There are some of us. 100%. There are people that care. I'm talking about on a national landscape. Mm-hmm. On a when we sit down to do a three-hour program, we have ways to figure out what you're talking about and what you're interested in. I did a comparison. In April, the beginning of April, there's no football. Free agent signings have gone not gone away, but they've tempered. Mm-hmm. You're a month away from the actual draft. Five times more of you were searching about mock drafts than are talking about Aaron Judge. Right now. Mm-hmm. I'm comparing football in the offseason to baseball right now in the pennant race, and it's set up better than you could possibly ever hope. Yeah. This is what people need to understand. And I'm not calling anybody out by name. I'm not calling any entity out by name. But I've watched this all day long. You can lead with Ime Yadoka. You can lead with Aaron Judge. You can sprinkle all these other things in that you want. Rule number one when you do what we do is listen to your audience. They've told you everything you need to know. Mm -hmm. It's a niche sport. They're all niche sports. All of them. Football is king. And And that's all there is. That's all there is. You You give me a story that actually writes, we'll talk about you. Here's the problem. I don't think you're going to. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Uh, how's your How's your fantasy team doing? Has it been a rough start? Uh, I I may have depended on far too many players that are not actually playing or have already gotten hurt. Yeah, yeah. So now comes the time: buy, sell, or trade. We'll talk some fantasy up next after we get weird. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? 
Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. Ready for what's next. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. Yeah, it's time to get weird, and what, I mean, what better place to go to for a weird story than Columbia, South Carolina, as I have often referred to it as the armpit of the South. It is the hottest place on the planet Earth. It is hotter than the blue blazes there. The last time I was in Columbia, South Carolina, I physically felt, I felt and smelled my shoes burning mm -hmm. on the sidewalk. Mm -hmm. Um, Not not amongst the uh, highest destination places. If you're looking for a respite, a little vacation, not too many people choosing Columbia, South Carolina uh, as their destination. I mean, the zoo's good. The zoo is a wonderful, the Riverbank Zoo, wonderful little stop off while you're on your way to the beach. That's That's the only thing Columbia's good for. That and uh, Little Pig's Barbecue. And the worst traffic you will ever sit through in your life. Yes. I, yes. I hear people complain about 26, and I'm like, oh, t- tell me you've never been to Columbia without telling well, me. Well, when I was a kid, we used to go down to Columbia, and it was a big deal to go to the Columbiana Center. That's their big mall. It was like the biggest mall in the region, or at least, you know, in driving distance of where my family would go. And I just wanted to bring this story up because I think it just it just further headlines where we're at, not only with uh, malls, but brick and mortar stores in general. Because the other day, sadly enough, a 63 year old janitor for the Belk store at the Columbiana Center passed away. The weird part is where she passed away. She passed away on the job while she was cleaning the bathrooms closing up the store she passed away sometime after 7 a.m while she was cleaning the bathroom on thursday the video cameras in the store saw her go in they never saw her come out they found her on monday how does that happen how she goes in at 7 a.m. She's got the cart out there and everything, cleaning up the bathroom, passes away. The cart sits there the entire day. She never comes out. No one ever wonders, where is Bessie? 
I haven't seen Bessie since we clocked in this morning. I would love to know why Bessie was your go-to there, but... That's her name. Her oh, name, that's her name. Her name is Bessie. Oh, that's her name. I yes. thought you made that name no, up. No, no, Her name is Bessie. Bessie Durham, 63 years old. She died at some point cleaning the bathrooms on Thursday. No, I caught that part. And they I, did I not find the her in the bathroom until Monday. Like, there wasn't a single person... Not a customer, not a manager, not uh, just an employee who used the bathroom at some point and wondered, oh, why is this cart sitting out here? And Where is Bessie? I haven't seen her in a while. None of that. They don't think there's any foul play. They don't think she was on drugs or anything like well, that. I mean, you're, you're also assuming something based off what you just said. Okay. That there's customers at a Belk. Well. Uh, because I was today years old when I found out that Belk still existed. It I was does. Wednesday years old when I found out Jay Z Penny still existed. Look, just because Cam Newton's not doing their commercials anymore doesn't mean they closed. I, I to be frank, you could tell me every physical brick and mortar store closed. I would probably have very little idea. And the worst part of the story is that there's nothing special going on at the store. Like it wasn't like they closed for the weekend to remodel or anything like that. The store had its normal hours for four days. And nobody found poor Bessie. They're doing the the autopsy and things, but they'd say, no, she just passed away and nobody found her. That's sad. I am now going to have to say something that I never thought in all of my years I would have to say. This comes from the Food and Drug Administration. Birds are real. No, birds are not real. Hashtag birds aren't real. And they feel obligated to issue a warning to the American people. And that people, uh, th- that message is that people should not marinate their chicken in NyQuil or other <laughs> cough medicine. No. I, Wh- I, what? I, uh, apparently there is a social media challenge encouraging people to cook chicken in NyQuil. Why? I, because people are dumb. I, like, I, I, I don't have a good answer Is this that. how we get purple chicken? I, I, I don't understand. I, I don't know. Has Jamarcus Russell got a cooking channel? Because that's the only thing that made any sense to me. Like you're trying to get drunk off the NyQuil in chicken? So I, I'm, going to rele- I'm going to read the notes from the release, and I am dumbfounded that people do not know this. Boiling a medication can make it more concentrated and potentially make it stronger and if you cook chicken in it and you eat it you could die or become very ill there are certain things that i didn't think i'd ever have to say because the gene pool of this fair country that we live in would never become so diluted that it had to be said you want to know why i was never a fan of participation trophies because when you give those out Those people go, yes, my opinions and my ideals are valued. And then they grow up and they they get TikTok and they go, I'm going to marinate my chicken in NyQuil. Don't do that. Don't do weird marinades. Just just stick to the normal stuff. You know, I've heard that TikTok is is used by the Chinese government to to corrupt America. I never believed that. No, we're doing it all on our own. I I believe there is at least partial truth to both. Uh, Ascendo said in the YouTube comments that uh, he thinks that somebody did find the poor janitor, but they thought she was sleeping. What is she, Rip Van Winkle? For four days? days. She's still in there sleeping. Man, she must have had a rough week. 
I mean, here's the biggest question. Is it normal for people to sleep in the bathroom of a belk? I mean, look, I understand that I'm one of those people that I don't sleep particularly well. It's like a finely tuned orchestra for me. Everybody has to be on the same page. The conditions have to be right. But, I mean, if you're if you're sleeping one off in the bathroom, we need to have a chat about your work ethic. Right. Maybe they thought she cooked her chicken in night. <laughs> Who knows? At this point, nothing surprises me. All right. We are going to uh, we're going to talk some fantasy football here for a minute because things have not started out swimmingly for Jeremy in a lot of his leagues. Uh, at least that's the it, – it, I'm just I'm just repeating what you have told me of there are – the start has not been real good. I'm, I have a lot of shares of Deshaun Watson. As my backup quarterback with you the intention of, for that. I had a plan. Okay. I had a plan. Okay. There are a lot of players that I have potentially counted on that maybe have piddled in my punch bowl. Mm-hmm. So we figured we would do a segment every Thursday of players that you should be buying because it started poorly, but it's going to get better. Mm-hmm. Players you should be selling because it's never going to be as good as it is right now. And then players you should be trying to trade. Okay. Or trade for. Works both ways. Who's your biggest buy right now? The slew of running backs that people seem to be tapping out on. Uh, and whether it be Cam Akers, mm-hmm. uh, Dalvin Cook. You know what? I'm going to go with that one as my biggest one. Because I've had more people ask me, should I trade Dalvin Cook for four cups of Campbell Chunky Soup and a, a half-consumed bottle of NyQuil. Are you trading them to me? Uh, I mean, if you're trading them to me, then, then the answer yes. is yes, you should 100% do that. <laughs> right. If you're not, don't do that. Don't do that. You cannot, through two weeks, go, oh, full chicken little and go, oh, the sky is falling, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. I'm well aware that it has not started well for a slew of players. T. Higgins. Mm-hmm. That's another one I'm buying. And I, I'm, I'm trying to buy him before this weekend. Because let me give you a little inside baseball on how the New York Jets work. We have one corner that we trust all the ways. And his name is DJ Reed. And he's been very, very good. And he's going to follow Jamar Chase around like a small child that knows you have a pocket full of candy. (laughs) Which means Sauce Gardner is going to be on T. Higgins. And based off what I saw of him on Amari Cooper, that may or may not go as well as I want it to. He will be a staple of DraftKings lineups for me this week because it started badly. Mm -hmm. Still a good player. Joe B is trying to do too much. And when things go to to hell in a handbasket, who does Joe turn to? The guy he's been with since he was at LSU because he trusts Jamar Chase. So the targets go up. T. Higgins is on the outside being defended by usually a quality outside defender. Mm Mm-hmm. And so the targets come down. When does that change? When the matchup becomes more advantageous, which is this week. Fantasy owners who have Cam Akers on their on their teams. I, I get it. I am one of these. I have lots of shares of Cam Akers. The first week obviously was not good. I, I mean, he touched the ball three times. Which is, that's, that is less than ideal. It is less than ideal. But then... Last week, he got more opportunity. And it went to a true split. Yeah. and He had 27 snaps. Terrell Henderson had 35. And how long is it until that starts turning into one? 
better fantasy outputs, and two, he starts taking the bulk of those shares. I have a legitimate fear that Cam Akers is actually not right. I'm afraid they brought him back too early, and I don't know that he's ever going to be right. Mm -hmm. He looks slow. There's a kid I followed quite closely in college because he's a Florida State guy. He looks like he's lost a step. Now, am I telling you that can't change? No, I am not. But I am. I can't recommend him as a buy. I did a week ago. And I'm looking at you're averaging 2.8 yards a carry. Darrell Henderson's in the in the high fours. Um, not that hard to figure that out. Uh, but it's the line. He's behind the same line you are. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to say I have a legitimate fear of of Cam Akers. But you're still buying. Not as aggressively as I was. But at this point, his stock's so low that you're getting him for not nothing, but virtually nothing. You're in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Got to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about the sales and maybe some more buys as well. Could be still some value out there. Roots and wings. The two greatest gifts any parent can give their kid. But when it's time for them to head off to college, there's also groceries, laundry detergent, notebook paper, ironing instructions, and futons that assemble with parts left over. At Ingalls, we have all the comforts of home right around the corner. We know that life's biggest steps are best taken with faith and trust in the ones you love the most. Ingalls, all the ingredients for family. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in Western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. And welcome back into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville inside the Ingles studio. And we're talking fantasy buy, sell, trade. What are you doing? Are you giving up after a slow start from some of your guys? Or are the guys that have had slow starts that you're just out there like, this is going to turn around and I think I can get a steal? Uh, J.K. Dobbins is another one that uh, people seem to be trying to eradicate themselves of oh if you're selling i'm buying i am too i am too aggressively and i would do it at the expense of cd lamb Mm -hmm. i don't want anything to do with him i know there are people that are still out there like oh he's a legitimate wide receiver one Mm -hmm. pay me that way we're all the way in right you you give me that value we're we're great if i could get javante williams for cd lamb right now I would do it so fast that you would second-guess it. I responded that quickly. Mm-hmm. I know it hasn't been good. I, I, I get that. But if you l- really dig deep, 
Javante Williams has gotten he's been on the field for eighty percent of the snaps that Denver's had in the red zone. There just haven't been nearly enough of those. And then there were the fumbles against Seattle. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's gonna be that way forever. I mean, I know I've been down on Denver. I'm not telling you that they're all of a sudden the Jets. They're just not as good as you thought. No, they're not as good as a lot of people thought. Right. The CD Lamb is a sell. CD, you're going to have to explain to me how Dak Prescott, who is without a doubt the most overrated player in the NFL in the last five years, and it's to me it's not even debatable, is going to with one receiver. And I don't care about Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup's doing the exact same thing. He was great as a three. He's not a two. Mm-hmm. And if he is a two, he's a low end two. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Also, after this past week and the amazing fourth quarter that the Miami Dolphins had, Tua Tonga-Vailoa was lights out, throwing to wide open receivers, just hammering the Baltimore Ravens secondary. You're selling both of the Miami receivers? I'm selling everything that Miami has. I will say Tua Tonga-Vailoa does not have a game that good all year. And he won't be close. Tyreek Hill will not have a good game that good for the rest of the year, and neither will Jalen Waddle. This is the peak that they will ever be. I'm not telling you that you just eradicate them for nothing. Mm-hmm. For what people will give you for them, no doubt. No doubt. And there are people that legitimately think those are two of the ten best receivers in the NFL, and that is comical. To who me. is who is a player that you think you could get for either? Get or. for either of them? Yeah, for either of them. I have seen enough people that are Seacrest out on Najee Harris that I think I could trade either one of them straight up for Najee, and I'd do it in a heartbeat. Really? Mm-hmm. Just wait. When Kenny Pickett becomes the starting quarterback of this team, and he will, and you're actually afraid they might throw a pass that's more than 10 yards down the field, mm-hmm. just wait. Okay. Najee's still one of the five best running backs in the NFL. Fact or fiction? Fact. Okay. So if I can get him for a deep threat receiver – yeah, with a quarterback who I do not really believe in, you're not going to see those two just running wide open. I would, I would. This is not Madden. I feel like a lot of people fall into this. It's a, it's a, it's a way of thinking in the NFL of, oh look, I have these two really fast receivers. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem with that. I can defend that one very simple way. I'm going to send the hellhound your way, and when I do that. Your little speed burner receivers are not going to be able to get behind my secondary. Mm-hmm. Not that hard to figure out. I watched the all twenty two. Right. Baltimore's patent failure was they decided to try to lay back because they didn't think they could get home. All you had to do was send an extra blitzer, and when you did, it worked. Mm-hmm. Why they didn't figure that out? I don't know. Yep. Shorten up the shorten up the game plan. It seemed to work for the uh Dallas Cowboys around the uh Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, and two that I can't believe I'm about to say out loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, both big, tall pass catchers for the Atlanta Falcons. Kyle Pitts and Drake London? Kyle Pitts has three receptions through two weeks. Mm-hmm. I will not be shocked if he does not have another game all year where he does not have three or more receptions. Oh, you're buying. Oh, I'm buying okay. Kyle Pitts. Right. I'm I trading you said for you were Kyle Pitts. And I, was just, I can't wait to hear this. No, I'm trading for Kyle Pitts. Okay. I'm trading for Drake London. Uh, by the way, this is three years in a row that I've hit on a USC wide receiver. Yes. Because Drake London is every bit as good as I thought he was, if not better. Mm-hmm. Would you like to hear the list of players that have out-target shared Drake London? Oh, do tell. Uh, would you like to hear it again? Oh, wow. In terms of target share, he's number one in the NFL. 
So I want them both. And I'm sure there's somebody out there going, well, it's Atlanta. They're bad. That's the point. That's exactly the point. They're bad. They're going to be behind. And they have two living, breathing receivers. One of them, they have been trying to make an all-around player, and he's been blocking more because he couldn't do that beforehand. And he's been fine. That actually helps him because that means he doesn't have to come off the field and run plays, which means if there is a check down, well, who do you think it's going to go to? Three weeks into the college football season, who's at the top of the Heisman stock watch? We'll do the daily draft coming up after the Sports Center update here on ESPN Asheville inside the Ingalls studio. And always the Sportsocracy brought to you by Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow they make it work. Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. And welcome back into the Sportsocracy, ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. It is a Thursday, a football Thursday. And we will have all of Jeremy's picks coming up later on in this hour with a, with a special five on it with some college football and NFL tonight. And it's going to have a little, uh, slightly different flair to it. You got storylines galore in the games tonight, an AFC North battle you got West Virginia, Virginia Tech. And that's something I want to talk about. Okay. So our uh, loyal listener, Evan Doyle, is a Cincinnati Bengal fan and a Virginia Tech Hokie. I am a New York Jet and a West Virginia Mountaineer. So that just screams some kind of wager. Torture ticket. Uh, absolutely. Uh, we need to settle this within the hour. Okay. Uh, of uh, How are we going to do it? Because I fully believe both my teams are going to lose. So, I mean, if we're doing straight up against the number... Wiffle ball bat. I'm not doing that with this. (laughs) I'm not doing that with this. I feel like I'm at a gross disadvantage You've been trying to push that on me for for two years now, and just trying to get you pay it off. That's just because I want to hit you with a wiffle ball bat as hard as I can. Oh, I know. I know. And you sanction it so that I don't get arrested for it. (laughs) Never going to happen. Never going to happen. All right. So I believe I will find a way. House of Reprehensibles, get in on the YouTube stream, thesportocracy.com. If you're not a member or not subscribed to the channel, help us figure out what the bet's going to be this week. Uh, also, from our loyal listener, Bo Walker, uh, when is Dobbins coming back? Still here. Love you guys. We love you as well. Love you too, bud. Uh, I believe J.K. Dobbins will be back this week. I think you're going to slowly see Baltimore get healthy, mm-hmm. and when they do, you'll see that team that Tank was talking about all offseason. Harbaugh said Monday that it is uh, still week to week with J.K. Dobbins, and you know Dobbins was adamant that he was going to start the season, that he was going to be there ready for game one. And they're just bringing him along slow. They're just it's fine. Being it's easy fine. with him, it's, it's all going to be good. All going to be good. Third hour of the program always kicks off with the daily draft. And after three weeks of the college football season, it's it's time to revisit the Heisman stock watch. We did this at the beginning of the year, and we'll do this at benchmarks throughout the season. But it feels like now's a good time. After we've had four weeks of football, you got to count week zero in there, though not everybody played on week zero. Mm-hmm. But we've had four weeks of action 
who are the Heisman favorites? Uh, so you get the first pick. Okay. And I feel like the first two rounds should go really quickly. Yes. Uh, C.J. Stroud. Uh, okay. I will take Bryce Young and Caleb message, Williams. Repeat the line. And I will take Bryce Young and Caleb Williams. Okay. And then you're going to come back around and take your four foot seven starting quarterback at Georgia. Absolutely. The mailman, Stetson Bennett, putting out numbers like Tim Tebow. Let's go. All right, so that was the first two rounds. We did not Sweet. pre-discuss that either, by the no, way. No, we did not. So when I came up with this topic earlier, I went, all right, so I want to talk about the other guys that have shown themselves because those four are really obvious. Mm-hmm. And I would say those are the favorites. Agreed. Now, so we basically have a three-round draft here to talk about the guys that have shown up over the course of the year. Okay. And you get first pick in that. My first pick is, you know, the – the award always goes to a quarterback. Not always. Not always. We it have, does a lot. It does a lot. We have seen some guys win from various positions. And look, after the after the quarterbacks that we've already named, I think this is where the position players have to start being mentioned. So my first, I guess, just a bit outside, quote unquote, Heisman Trophy candidate. It's Jordan Addison. And as well it should Jordan be. Addison is, I mean, he won the Bolitnikoff last year at Pittsburgh. And he's and, going to win it again this year. And everybody thought, you know, well, not everybody thought, but the, but there were people who thought, well, is that because Kenny Pickett's so good? No. I mean, No, Kenny it's Pickett's because good. Jordan Addison's a dude. Yes, absolutely. My uh, next mock draft will be out in a couple of weeks. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, Jordan Addison's going to be in the top 10 and will be ahead of Jackson Smith and Jigba. Mm-hmm. Addison... Came out with a 172-yard, two-touchdown game against Stanford. Scored again last week in the game against Fresno State. And I don't see any signs of one Caleb Williams slowing down. The offense of Lincoln Riley slowing down. And Jordan Addison is just, he's a different kind of cat. He's a different kind of cat. That if you could could draft... um, developmental players i'm in one of these devy leagues now in fantasy football where you can draft guys from college they don't hit your roster until the nfl but you are you're already drafting guys two three years down the road jordan addison would be a number one pick close to it he's very good at football uh and the fact that and i can't remember the kid's name off the top of my head they had a high level recruit that is now transferring out of usc he will redshirt this year and transfer out that's just all the more targets that come the way of jordan addison i do love that i was the first person i heard say uh usc's going to the playoff yep and now i think i've heard every person that works at at the national level say would you know usc could of course they could of course they could this was the the easiest thing in the history of creation to figure out Right, we're in the pac-12 and in the first month of the season um caleb williams is almost thrown for a thousand yards 10 touchdowns the dude's really good we knew that at oklahoma and now he's gone to usc where oh he just got the best wide receiver in the country plus he has what three transfers that are all five-star guys very 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 good right that offense is prolific and it's a lot of fun to watch all right jeremy your next pick you said this is where the position player should be coming off. Yes. I couldn't disagree with you more if I tried. Because there are two guys that have made they have made their presence known and they're going to get ample opportunity to push teams that I don't think are top 10 talented into that discussion. Okay. 
which I believe the only way somebody other than the, the four we started with are going to win this is if you take a school we just didn't expect at all to be really nationally relevant and make them really nationally relevant. Mm-hmm. My first one's Hendon Hooker from Tennessee. If he comes out and just boat races Florida, which is entirely possible. You'll hear that pick coming up tomorrow in the bangers. There, there is go, You're going to start hearing the noise. He has completely overhauled that offense. That's not a... I'm not saying they're untalented. That's how it's going to come off when I say this. Mm-hmm. He is has been so good in this Josh Heupel system, it doesn't really matter who he's throwing to. Brew McCoy didn't work anywhere else. What he do comes to Tennessee, all, all of a sudden he works. All of a sudden it works. Why? Because the system is fantastic as long as you have that point guy. And he gets all the opportunities. They play Florida, Alabama, Kentucky, and Georgia all over the next six games. Mm-hmm. If they found a way to come out of that, I'll even, I'll say even two and two with the two losses coming to Alabama and Georgia, and they were close. He becomes really hard to say no to. I often say that a quarterback with two losses cannot win the Heisman. Mm-hmm. He may he, he may askew that trend because Alabama is going to have no less than three guys that get a lot of votes. Mm-hmm. And Georgia's going to have at least one. Mm-hmm. And it's Stetson Bennett. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> and Ohio State will have two. I was going to say, Ohio State will have two. USC will have and two. And that's the thing, is if you can find any corner of the market where somebody gets all of the vote, that's when you can get somebody that surprises you. But I feel like everybody... Which is what leads me to my next choice. Okay. I feel, I feel like all those other guys are going to get so many votes that those guys are just going to get left out. And that's fine, uh, because there's one guy that's the best player in his geographic region, and it's not even kind of close. And his name is Michael Penix Jr. Yep, Michael Penix Jr., no longer at Indiana, the transfer to the Washington Huskies. And I undervalued Washington. I promise you I won't do it again. That's the only team I think can get in USC's way. Mm-hmm. Because they are good enough offensively to hang with them. And I'm not going to say they're great on defense, but they're better than USC is. And he has put up insane numbers Mm -hmm. through three games. Mm -hmm. Almost 1,100 yards, 10 touchdowns. He's very, 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 very good at football. Yeah. All right, and... I got to put him on the list. I had to I gotta, take those two because it. I know you're not going to take the last one I'm taking. Mm, well, probably not. It's probably somebody from Southwest Poughkeepsie State University. Nope. Uh, <laughs> Although from a school that's about that relevant in football. Nice. Nice. Um, I got to put him on the list here. It's it's Will Anderson. Will Anderson, It's it was a slow start to the season. Obviously, the Texas game was not good. I think that will keep him from even being relevant in this discussion. Unless... Unless once we hit SEC play, he starts making some big time plays, it's going to come back around to okay. That was a that was a one off. It was hot. It was Doesn't whatever. Matter. Doesn't matter. As a defensive player, you don't get a one off. Mm-hmm. Think back to the closest we've Not ever had a uh, the only time we've ever had an exclusive defensive player come even close. Who was it? And Ma- too. It was Manti Teow. He's the closest that we've ever come to a defensive player winning the Heisman. And he didn't have an off game. He was a force of nature on a team that was not good offensively. 
that was single-handedly carrying a talented defense. Was he closer to winning than Sue was? He was. Really? Now, that was in the Manziel year. He was second mm-hmm. to Manziel. Yeah. I had actually forgotten that until I watched the documentary. I mean, we have had a defensive player win a Heisman Trophy. Exclusively. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, we've never had one of those, and we you. never will. I got you. The closest we've ever come was, was Manti Teo, and he proved you can't have that bad week. Mm-hmm. I get they were playing ULM. Louisiana Monroe, not the toughest competition, but Will Anderson finally getting off the schneid, getting his first sack of the season, also had an interception return for a touchdown. If he starts making plays like that week in, week out, he has to be on the short list of Heisman candidates. And then it brings me to the one true love of my life that has just blossomed over the last three days. Oh my! It's Drake May. It's Drake I, May. I'm planting how the flag. Did I, how did I not planting know the flag? Drake May. Over a thousand offensive yards, thirteen total touchdowns, just one interception for three and North Carolina Tar Heels. You got. Notre Dame and Virginia Tech and Miami coming up next. He keeps performing the way he's performing against those teams. It's going to get really, really loud. He has no shot. How did I? But he has as good of a shot of any of the guys that we've mentioned after the first four quarterbacks that we talked about. How did I not know you were going to do that? You should have. And, and still, that may not be the most insane pick of the five that we each get. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say something, and it's going to sound absolutely insane. Okay. There is a better than zero chance that Kansas wins the Big 12. There is a better than – I am going Jalen Daniels. Wow. There is a better than zero chance that Kansas wins the Big 12. I think we undervalue how much of a dude Lance Leipold is. Yikes. They housed Houston. Look, that's that's being spicy. I don't really buy anybody in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. And you have to think, if you're going to do something like this, you've got to be a little spicy because you're going to find somebody that wins the conference. Mm-hmm. You, I don't think you have to end up in the playoff, but you have to threaten it. I don't see anybody doing that in the ACC. And Clemson doesn't have anybody. Mm-hmm. Florida State doesn't have anybody. Mm-hmm. Go, NC State doesn't have anybody. You're not going to do it in the SEC because you got Alabama and your Alabama and Georgia in your way, and you're not going to do it in the Big Ten because you got Ohio State, and Michigan in your way. Mm-hmm. I considered JJ McCarthy, but the sheer fact that you will have not started one of the two, still think it's stupid. <laughs> Kansas plays Duke this week. Uh-huh. It's a vastly improved Duke team. The defense is way better under Mike Elko. Mm-hmm. If they come out and house Duke, I think they're better than Iowa State. I think they're better than TCU. Better than Texas Tech, better than Kansas. You would have to go to Oklahoma and Baylor. You get Oklahoma State and Texas at home. You go eleven and one with Big Twelve. He'll be there. You mark my words. Oh, he'll, he'll be get there. an invite. You mark my words. He'll be there because this could be really close. This could be one where we see five guys get to the get to New York for the presentation because it's that close. Mm-hmm. And he is really, really good, and he's going to put up gaudy numbers because he's such a dual threat interesting i know i'm being it's spicy it is it is sounds insane but i believe in kansas i believe in lance leipold all right 
Yeah. And he, no, he's not taking the Nebraska job. Please stop asking him that. Why in the world would you go to Lawrence, Kansas for your big break to be in Nebraska? Kansas, a more attractive job right now than Nebraska, but that's neither here nor do there. Do you have a, uh, a UDFA? You, uh, undrafted free agent? I surely can. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know exactly. Go ahead. Uh, I'll let you go because I know you're not taking my guy. Oh God! Here it comes. Here comes the one even even dumber. I think. Uh, I'm going. I'm going. Marvin Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, if we had done fifty picks here, I don't think I would have gotten to that. Really? With Jackson Smith and Jigba banged up, he's, he's banged he up, but he's coming been, back. He stepped up and been the one. I get it. He's a receiver that may or may not be the one on his own team. Yeah, I'm, if I'm he winds up that. with the eye popping numbers. It's not really going to matter. Uh, I'm going to take another guy that has a slew of opportunities. I can't tell you that he's going to live up to it, but there's not a lot that have the chance. Mm-hmm. KJ Jefferson. Starts this week. You come out and light up Texas A&M, and I very much believe he's going to. Mm-hmm. That talk will get louder in a hurry. I know it was close with Missouri State. I'm well aware that it's a mixture of things. It meant way more to Missouri State and their players, and you overlooked them. Didn't stop K.J. Jefferson from being good. The defense was horrid. They come out and beat Texas A&M. You'll start hearing that name way more. Almost 1,000 yards already, nine touchdowns, and maybe so. You do that again, like you said, you do it against SEC competition and people start paying attention. Same thing with Hendon Hooker. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. College football begins tonight. Rest of this hour, all college football, plus the bangers, plus Jeremy's going to lose his mind at the end of the program. Stick with us. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report, so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. Are you ready to tackle your banking needs? Home Trust Bank's team of expert advisors and lenders want to be your teammate. We want to hear your story, learn your aspirations, and assist you with financial needs and provide options that are tailored to you. With a wide range of personal, mortgage, and commercial services, you will discover all your banking needs under one roof with a local and personalized touch at Home Trust Bank. Score big with Home Trust Bank. 
Ready for what's next? Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. The Sportsocracy. We treat star athletes better because they're better people. That's not fair. Life isn't fair, kiddo. Get used to it. It's ESPN Asheville. The Sportsocracy. Seen everywhere on YouTube. Just subscribe to the channel. Go to thesportsocracy.com. Click on that live video link. Subscribe. Get into the chat. Also get the alerts every time we go live. You want to absolutely have those alerts set so you don't miss wonderful things like the mullet man and the Canadan. Mullet and the dude. There's a lot of mullet on this channel. There is a lot of mullet on this channel. There's way too much mullet on you and... We're, I guess we're just going to have to deal with it from now on. Uh, 100%. Jeez. It's tucked away today. It's a- <laughs> anyway, we, we put it up. <laughs> uh, and, of course, the Fantasy Game Time Decision Show on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Full two hours of answering nothing but your questions and giving you prognostications for the fantasy day. College football begins tonight. And, uh, you know... Jeremy's really looking forward to it because Country roads Take me home To the place I belong I am afraid that this is not going to go our way. It's not going to go your way. West Virginia is on the road at Blacksburg tonight to take on Virginia Tech. And what what is the deal? What is the deal with West Virginia and the offense? Uh, Neil Brown's bad at football. Uh, he should not be a, a high-level high school coach, let alone the head coach of my West Virginia Mountaineers. But we are a two-and-a-half-point favorite, which tells me that Vegas thinks we're going to win this game. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I agree with him. You'll just have to hang around for the end of this hour. Okay. Two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road at Virginia. I Day. saw that number and audibly laughed out loud. As you should. I did. I Lane, audibly laughed Lane Stadium is one of the coolest places in college football. It gets crazy when that, what, what is the song? Is it Inner Sandman that they yes. do? Yeah. Oh. It's just that there are very few. I, I mean, college football has a lot of them. Hey, but, you got, but there are very few in the class of Lane Stadium rocking on a primetime game. And you've got a sleeper tonight on ESPN2, Coastal Carolina, Georgia State. It's a fun little switch back and forth. Yes, I know Georgia State's 0-3. Yes, I know Coastal Carolina's 3-0. Two of the losses for Georgia State are to North Carolina and South Carolina, and they could have won both. Mm-hmm. Coastal Carolina, meanwhile, does still have Grayson McCall, but that's not the offensive juggernaut that it was when uh, Javon Hiley and uh, Isaiah Likely were on this team. That could That could be upset city. I think people come in and not, know, not doing any research on, you know, Sunbelt football or not much research go oh it's coastal carolina they'll boat race them nee. will they though then there's also a brewing upset in my opinion it's the chattanooga moccasins oh, going God up Lord. against the illinois let's go uh, when that game ends up 52 to 7 let's have, some, let's have some socon celebrations we had the sunbelt had their week last week let's have the socon week T- tanks got chattanooga plus 21 just 100%. something I want. I want on record. Hundred percent. Chattanooga plus the twenty-one. But those are not the games that we really want to talk about. There no. are a slew of college football games this weekend that are going to go a long way to deciding 
some pretty high-level things in college football. All right, well, we've got two top 25 matchups in the SEC. Uh, f- we'll save the headliner. Let's talk real quick about that Texas A&M uh, matchup with Arkansas. I feel like Texas A&M, somehow that one loss feels like it counted for five. You did rally and beat a good Miami team. Mm-hmm. At home, mm-hmm. I feel like what could burn A and M is that this game is not at A and M. This is a neutral field game. It's in Dallas, mm-hmm. and Arkansas is going to travel quite nicely. At the end of the day, Arkansas is going to move the ball. The question is: Is Texas A and M? And I don't know the answer to that because they have been as mundane to bad offensively as you will ever see a top 25 college football team mm-hmm. i mean they're, they've been iowa bad offensively there's not anybody that challenges you deep and i'm afraid you get into a track meet there and you don't have the horses for that and it's kj jefferson time i like him a lot this week <laughs> and then of course the other one in the sec tennessee and florida you know you got hendon hooker Going up against Anthony Richardson, who it has not gone well for Anthony Richardson. No, he, he he really enjoyed the game against Utah, and I and then and 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 I and I and I bought in early on. Man, Florida might be something. They're not. The last couple of weeks has been like, wait a minute, where did the pop from week one go? They could be one and two, and their only win over a top fifteen team because they should have lost South Florida. Mm-hmm. If South Florida could throw the ball they would have lost they got outplayed for four quarters at home Mm -hmm. and it's hard for me to believe that you're going to go in to knoxville and beat that team because neyland stadium will be as loud saturday as it has been in 20 years Mm -hmm. i mean i was looking before the show probably since the national championship year the secondary ticket market there are obscured view seats Selling for five hundred bucks a piece. Wow, that and place is going it. to be insane, and they will pay it, no doubt. And they will bring all their mustard bottles, no doubt. The question is: Is Tennessee ready for a, a game like this? Because this is the easy one. You've got a, a slew of them that are not going to be easy. Florida's overranked. Florida's overrated, and they should not be able to contend with you. Question is: Will they? Mm-hmm. In the ACC, Clemson takes on Wake Forest. Clemson's had struggles on offense. That's a really nice way to say they have been well, horrible through the air. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, you know me. I like to couch things as much as possible. You know, can DJ Uyongalele and the rest of the offense figure it out and start scoring points? You better. You better against the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Now the Deacons offense or the Deacons defense is not great. So you've got a chance. You should be able to put up big points and move the ball at will against this team. But And after the commercial break, I'm going to tell you why that might be the most insane thing I've heard you say in a long time. Really? You're not seeing this matchup the same way I am. All right, you're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. 
I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I am Clarissa Marshall with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. Yeah, no, we didn't forget in all the football talk. The most important message of the day. Don't do crimes. Don't do them. Just never a good thing. But thank God there are dumb people out there doing crimes. So we can bring you the funny stories of the day. Uh, this one comes to me to me from down in Atlanta. Um, there's a guy who lives in Midtown Atlanta. Lives right on Peachtree Street. Which Peachtree Street? You know that one. The 471st uh, Peachtree Peach Street that's down there. He lives on West Peachtree at 14th Street in the Icon Atlanta. Big high rise down there. And he got arrested. And the reason he got arrested is because his neighbors got a little angry at one of his things that he has turned into a ritual now because apparently this guy thinks no one can see him despite the fact that he's surrounded by other high-rises that look directly into his windows this guy he got arrested because complaining started that there was there was some showering action happening down on the street below from his apartment Apparently, one of his favorite pastimes is to go outside naked on his balcony and relieve himself onto the street below. Don't do that. To the point where neighbors say that when they had to walk, when they walk their dogs on the sidewalk, they take umbrellas with them because you never know when this guy is going to let loose. Uh, I would do crimes if I was on the ground below. <laughs> uh, he, he he, of course, has been arrested. And is being charged with, you know, all of the crimes that you would be charged with in that instance, you know, public nudity and things like that. Uh, when he was arrested, though, he told the cops, I'm famous. I'm on TV, bro. I didn't do this. Apparently, this guy is an Instagram uh, uh, guy. Influencer. Influencer who has over a million followers and goes by the name of Shoddy Dread. Uh, and that does not preclude you from doing crimes no it doesn't at all he swears he didn't do it but apparently there is cell phone footage showing shoddy dread going out on his balcony and relieving himself onto the passers-by below this again will not stand he did crimes he did sarah victoria she's 46 of san pedro california she also did crimes she owned three wellness clinics in the California area. And apparently her 
wellness clinics, which offered chiropractic services and other physical therapy needs, was a very common place to go for dock workers at the port of Long Beach. To the point of, they were actually put in network for their insurance. Well, she and eight defendants, including seven dock workers, have been arrested because they filed $2.1 million in fraudulent claims to the labor union of their health insurance plan. Now you ask, was she not licensed to do chiropractic things? Yes. Yes, she was. Was she not licensed to do acupuncture? Yes. Yes, she was. It was not the services that she was telling them she was providing. That was the problem. It was the fact that there was another service that her entities were providing and was being billed as chiropractic and acupuncture treatments. It was an escort service. And she was billing their insurance. Oh, wow. It is one thing to do crimes. It is another to try to defraud an insurance company to pay for your things. Mm Mm-hmm. There were so many words I wanted to say right there, and none of them were okay. Happy endings. That takes a set of stones. Mm-hmm. Of yeah, here's a bill. We're sitting the insurance company. We'll all be fine. Just trying to trying to improve the morale. I had to go to to Miss Victoria's place and, and get 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 myself right. Right. Did you get your uh, get your back aligned? Acupuncture? No. Just, ah, you know, stuff. Doing stuff and things. Wow. They have been That's they have been arrested, and she is being detained on federal bond, which is excessive. Mm-hmm. Don't look for her to be able to make that bail. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, two words come to mind, and uh, they were made famous by the great mankind of WWE fame. That's testicular fortitude, my friends. <sighs> college football this weekend it's going to give us some top 25 matchups we've already talked about the two in the sec now we've got a showdown between wake forest and clemson dave clausen and the demon deacons try to do something that he's never been able to do and that's beat the clemson tigers oh and eight so far with the claw po 13 times in a row clemson's come out on top why would this be any different wake forest defense is not great but it is opportunistic. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people are using a very close game against Liberty against Wake Forest. That's the reason that they're a seven-point dog at home. Yeah, Liberty has a better quarterback than Clemson does. Mm-hmm. DJ Oyagalele scores it scares no one. And I have yet to see Brandon Streeter go, I'm going to commit to the run game. That's how they beat him a year ago. They rushed for, I want to say it was 333 yards when they played this game last year. I've seen nothing from him that says he's going to commit to that, in spite of the fact he should have. And before you say, well, but but they haven't played a team that's this bad against the run, uh, Georgia Tech's on line one, and yeah, I've actually already seen this. And what did they do? For a full half, they dropped back and let DJ Uyongalele throw it 19 times. Mm-hmm. In spite of the fact they physically outmatched them, it didn't matter. None of that mattered. And I don't feel like it's going to matter here. And for whatever reason, they're not going to Cade Klubnik. And if and maybe I'm maybe a big bias looking at this of how I would call this. I'm going eight in the box. All right, you want to beat me with Will Shipley? You don't have a whole lot of outside weapons that I'm really scared of. There's no 
no doubt that's a guy that I have to double or anything like that. Great. DJ, you beat me. You're not going to run for three bills on me again. And everybody talks about that defense, and that defense is incredibly talented. Mm -hmm. That defense has also had some serious mental lapses. If you watch them really closely, they've been close at the half in every game they played. Mm -hmm. Louisiana Tech was right there. And this is a much more difficult offense to game plan for. If you don't know what we're talking about, they run, it's the RPO, but Sam Hartman will hold it uncomfortably long and then just pick you apart down the field. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure Clemson's ready for this. If this turns into a shootout, you cannot hang with them. Agreed. But I don't know that it can turn into a shootout. That is the best defensive front in college football. Mm-hmm. Agreed? Uh, I do it's, it's close, it's but close. yes. It's close. They are going to be able to get pressure like nobody has against fine. Wake Forest. That's fine. You pressure Sam Hartman into throwing the ball, not being able to wait until the play breaks down to have your successful breakaway, then that's going to limit the opportunity. I'm not saying they're going to shut him down or shut him out or anything like that. It's not going to happen. Wake Forest is going to score points, but are they able to put up 30 to 40 points on this Clemson defense? I find that hard to believe. If Brent Venables was here, I would be much more nervous about that. He's not, and I'm not. I'm not. This is a different This is a different task. And there's been a lot of gnashing of teeth that Sam Hartman was not particularly crisp in his first game against Liberty. Well, he had blood clots, and he hadn't practiced in almost a month. He has now. He has now, and I'm telling you, this is a trap spot to the highest extreme. I'm not going to tell you Wake Forest wins. This game's going to be close. And I think it's going to bear out some real problems with Clemson. Louisiana Tech, person to person, just cannot contend with you. No. So you're going to wear them down. Wake Forest does not have that problem. They do not have that problem. And Sam Hartman is one of the best quarterbacks in this country. And I have a funny feeling they have something planned for Clemson. They have talked about this game all offseason long mm-hmm. because it's at Truist Field, at their place. And I think it's going to be close. Okay. All right. We shall see. I, I don't know that Clemson can hang with them offensively. If they're not able to get the pressure and somehow Sam is still able to uh, show off the arm, I don't like Clemson's chances of winning a shootout game. But I think it comes down to the defense being able to limit them from scoring points that will give them a chance. Because eventually, I feel like he's got to figure it out. Eventually, Dabo has to look and go, oh, God, we're in trouble. It's time to go to the freshman. I just want you to think about what I'm going to say. The over-under in Maryland, Michigan, two teams that are going to score on each other at will, is 64 and a half. Mm-hmm. Clemson Wake Forest, 55 and a half. Yes, that's a nine-point difference. That gets a lot weirder when you look at Clemson and go, man, that defense is really good for an over-under to be that high. Conversely, Baylor against Iowa State, 45 and a half. Mm -hmm. That's a defensive shootout. Vegas is telling you there will be points scored here. And if there are points scored here, I like Wake Forest. I would tend to, to, to agree with you on that side. Oregon takes on Washington State. And Washington State is like this little 
this little upstart that I don't think too many people were paying attention to, but Cameron Ward is a dude. <laughs> and is this another game where Bo Nix goes on the road and duty's in his pants, and now we're talking about Oregon State no longer being in the top 25, and Washington State at a healthy 4-0 and pops right onto the national scale. I told you Monday to never trust Kirk Cousins in primetime. Yes. Bo Nix has been worse on the road than Kirk Cousins in primetime. To That's me, this awful. is not even hard. This is not even a difficult prognostication. Yes, Oregon has better talent. I think Washington State's better coached. And, the, and I get the better quarterback. So I get the better coach and the better quarterback, and I'm at home. Mm-hmm. I wonder which side I'm going to go on, and I wonder <laughs> if that game is in bangers tomorrow. Hmm, probably so. Probably so. Texas Do you t- see an upset? Do you see one of those upsets that you just we come in Monday and go, what in the world? Uh, I don't, I don't think so. If Maryland, Michigan wasn't at the big house, I would feel way better about Maryland. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, I look at the slate and I go, upsets? Not really. I mean, those games in the top 25, I mean, obviously it would be an upset if Texas A&M beat Arkansas in Jerry's house. Not really. Uh, but I don't, I don't know that I see any that are real possible. I mean, Wisconsin gets a shot at Ohio State. Is there any chance that Wisconsin <laughs> no. can hang with them offensively? No, good Lord, no. No! No, the fact that – look, I'm not giving that game tomorrow, so I'll just go ahead and tell you. Ohio State will be covering that number at the end of the first quarter, mm-hmm. and they will not look back. Oregon State and USC. You said there are people that are on Oregon State to pull the upset here, and I don't even kind of understand where they can – because they're at home and because they're – People fall into this trap that because we in the mainstream media do not talk about them, that doesn't mean Vegas is not giving them their flowers. Mm-hmm. The fact that USC is only a six-point favorite is dumb, 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 the dumb, dumb, dumb. They're good, and they're vastly improved. They cannot contend with what they're getting ready to deal with. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you another one that's free money. Uh, Utah, minus 15 and a half at Arizona State. You could have made that minus 45 and a half, and I'm still Still wait, not sure that I wouldn't wait, play they're, it. They're not getting the coach bump? They're not getting the obligatory Nebraska coach bump uh, after they well, just fired when, their coach? Well, when half the staff is who outed Herman Edwards, I'm going to say no. When the coach gets fired on the field, mm-hmm. that's a bad sign. That's just a program in disarray. And I I don't buy it. I don't buy it in the least. I don't care where this game is. This is going to look like a UCLA game mm-hmm. where you look around and go, man, there's 48 people here. And a team that, that that is that much more talented than they are, they have nothing left. There's no talent. Mm-hmm. They lost both of their top wide receivers. One went to Florida State. I can't remember where the other one went. Quarterback went to LSU. Top two running backs transferred out. They're giving them the bump in the number. That it's just 15 and a half. Cameron Rising may have 500 total yards in this game. As far as upsets go, I don't, I I can't predict any big ones. Nothing really pops off the page at me, but there is one game. What is it? I guess we'll just have to listen for real bangers tomorrow. And if you've been listening to this show for the entire college football season, just understand that in my true dog, 
I'm two and one, and my one loss was the fighting Mike Houston's who gave NC State everything they could handle. Well, we got action tonight, and it is time to put five on it, Jeremy Green. We said, you know, we, we just can't throw out. We can't throw out two bangers in a row. That's that is too many bangers. So we had to come up with a shtick for this. So we asked our old buddy. If you've been around for long enough, you've heard this before. We asked our old buddy Lou Holtz what he thought about the slate tonight. And so here is his five on it. The Pittsburgh Steelers are a four-point dog tonight at home against the, on the road against the Cleveland Browns, and that's just too many points. I believe in Mike Tomlin. I believe in the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm taking Pittsburgh plus the four under the 38 and a half. Virginia Tech and West Virginia, that game's in Blacksburg. Inner Sandman's good enough for me, and that is, I take the Virginia Tech Hokies plus the two and a half. And finally, the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers are a two and a half point favorite against Georgia State, and that's not enough. I understand Georgia State it has been good. There's been good things happen there. Coastal Carolina, about two and a half. And you can take all those That's wagers. That's hard to do without breathing. Yeah. Take all those wagers over to BetUs.com. Use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY. Get a 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put in, up to $2,500. So you got the Steelers plus the four. Under um, the 38 and a half. It's a weather game. Yeah. Uh, I, we, we didn't talk about this earlier. It's a weather game. This may be first one to 10 wins. Virginia Tech and the points at home against West Virginia. And I can't Coastal. believe that any team that's quarterbacked by JT Daniels is going to go into to Lane Stadium and beat them. I don't care about Old Dominion. They've recovered nicely after after that opening week disaster. And it's West Virginia with Neil Brown. And then take Coastal Carolina to cover against georgia state coastal carolina has been that number has come down i don't remember what it debuted at but it's come down because georgia state played good defense and there's this misnomer that this team is good defensively they're not they are not i think it will be entertaining you're not in the ballpark of them offensively so coastal carolina and i didn't think about it that hard you are in the sportsocracy here on espn Asheville. when we come back from the break He's mad. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-36516. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. Dirty, perky, shark back, flat. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! So let me get this straight. A an institution in the Boston Celtics that has been widely known to allow their fans to commit subtle racism, Kyrie Irving's words, not mine, on players, is all of a sudden the morality police. 
You have a completely unexpected, in my opinion, season with a rookie head coach in Ima Yudoka that leads you to the finals. You have a great young roster, and this is the season that you're retiring Bill Russell's number forever. You've got the six and the pain and all of the things. So all of this sets up for a great season. And now you're going to suspend your coach for a year because he had a relationship with a woman in the front office. It was consensual. You have never denied that. And to the best of I can tell, there are no extrapolating circumstances here. So now you that has widely been a very difficult free agent destination because of how you treat your players and how you allow your fans to treat your players are going to suspend a coach because of his personal life. I don't know when we, when we started doing this of everything that happens in your personal life as our business. I hate to break it to you just because you buy tickets, just because you put on green merchandise does not mean I may personal life is any of your damn business and Boston Celtics, just because you employ him. I feel the same way about you NBA. You make it real easy to hate you. And this is just another reason why I'm mad. In the last year, I've gone through a big change in my life. 90 pounds, more than 90 pounds is where I sit on the weight loss from the PhD weight loss program. You can check them out at myphdweightloss.com. I feel so much better than I did when I was pushing 300 pounds, and now I'm sitting at almost 200. This time last year, I had gotten up to almost the heaviest I've ever been. I am six foot five, and I had gotten to almost... 320 pounds, which for me, yeah, I'm tall, but that's way too heavy. It was leading to knee aches. My back hurt. I wasn't sleeping well. And that's when I turned to PhD. Just nine months into this program, I'm back down in the 240s, back to my high school weight, sleeping like a baby. And it's all thanks to the planning program of PhD weight loss. PhD, I believe, has helped me solve my weight problem for good. I mean, the evidence is there. So many people have used the program to get right in their adulthood. I've never been in better shape, and it's all because of PhD. Go to myphdweightloss.com. PhD Weight Loss is the official weight loss program of the Clemson Tigers and their fans. Jeremy and I return tomorrow. It'll be a football Friday. Beat the Chief. Share if you want to. We'll have all the bangers as well.